When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just want to tell ya that this is Sunny Hollywood Pooney from the Growing Up Rock Podcast, and you are listening to Shout It Out Loudcast with my buddies Tom and Zeus. They will dance all over your face, but you have to ask them nicely. Kiss Army, Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 106, Charlie Benante, Chris Jericho, Kiss Draft 9, The Setlist Draft. Tom, how the hell are you? Man, we are rolling into 2021 big time. Another wow episode it, for me and for you. Hopefully everybody else thinks the same. Yeah, we're uh we're we're definitely on a roll here to start out of the gate early uh for season 3 here. Uh anything new going on over there in New Hampshire? Nope, same old, same old trying to uh, hopefully turn the corner here, you know, with the weather, days are getting a little bit longer, but it still is January and February is usually the worst around here. So, I don't know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I still uh hockey season's about to start for me. The games are beginning. The NHL is beginning today. That's Somebody right. got fucking impeached again. All sorts of shit happening. <laughs> That's true. It's chaos. Importantly, there was a kiss draft going on. That's the big breaking news story. Yes, exactly. exactly. We interrupt the, <laughs> or the insurrection and any other pandemic news to bring you breaking live in uh Nashua, New Hampshire in Southboro, Massachusetts. <laughs> a what is described as a kiss setless draft occurred earlier today. Can't you picture like Wolf Blitzer being like, um uh let me check this correctly. A kiss draft. Uh that's correct, Wolf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the most uh, boring man <laughs> in the world. <laughs> the uh, I believe songs titles such as Ugh all night and a uh burn bitch burn uh, you'll have to excuse me for using that type of language on a live broadcast but that's what the card in front of me says yes oh i know that song wolf it's a great one over now live to ted koppel who's going to basically analyze the draft what i see here is master and slave should have been picked Earlier than 
I just wanna. Known for the great chorus where he says, I just wanna fuck. Here we go. This is what happens. Ted Koppel, live, kiss draft nine. See ya. Where is Mort Kondracki when you need him? <laughs> well, I think Ted Koppel takes the cake for the whitest man of America. I don't know. The Beltway boys are up next. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, hey, this is Mr. Italy. Fucking what's his name there? Mario, Mario Perillo. <laughs> I'm Mario Perillo, Mr. Italy for Perillo Tours in Alitalia. This is our 50th year. Time sure flies. Isn't it time you said, okay, Mario, andiamo in Italia, let's go to Italy, timeless, romantic, exhilarating. Let Mario escort you from the Alps to Sicily, first class or deluxe, one week or two, Perillo takes care of everything. He's gonna, hey, you guys know my dad, remember him? Hey, this is Mr. Italy. The fuck is Mr. Italy? Dude, if there's Bostonians out there that are getting our WEEI references, there's people out there that know who Mr. Italy is. Yeah, Mr. Italy. Anyway, anyway, oh, wow. steering the car back in steering, steering the car back. We've been on for 30 seconds. We've already lost track. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, guys, oh. I want to bring up a quick point. We uh, we started something new. We Obviously, you can tell there's a lot of different things going on. Season three, shout out Loudcast. One of the things we did, we started our Patreon site. And when we started this, we weren't sure how it was going to work, how is it, if it's going to you know, be something that people are interested in or not. Uh, one week into this, we are quite humbled, Tom, to say the least. Absolutely. Uh, the feedback is just great. Um, you guys are just the best. We knew you, that you guys were the best listeners and the best followers out there. And uh, just after one week, you know, and it actually even hasn't been a full week because we're recording on Wednesday, January 13th. We want to give a shout out. We got eight people to sign up for our Patreon. And what an amazing fandom we have and we want to start off by giving a shout out to those patreon guys we got tony barone kevin jepson todd harrig Stephen wood mr kiss chris vickery chuck hoskins and dan reuven guys thank you for being a part of the patreon family it's just great and uh it, it's going to be a great ride and we just want to thank you guys yeah so for us it, we're gonna you know, it's kind of a learning experience. We're trying to feel out how this is going to go. And uh, we we <laughs> we were like, shit, can you, we just got somebody that signed up. Oh, got another. Got a-. It's been pretty, pretty uh, humbling. Yeah, um, exactly. And uh, after like, you know, this episode is already going to debut. But those guys got some uh, a couple good perks over the week. So I hope yep. they're happy and they'll continue to be happy. And we hope we're giving you the content that. Uh, basically you want. So again, we're not going to try to berate people over the head about this. If you, if, if you want to support us, there's a possibility that you can do so, please. You can find the link in our episode bio. Every time we link, uh, put up our episode, we always put a bunch of links in there. Uh, you'll see Patreon link there. You can go to patreon.com. There's an app at the app store, Patreon, and you can find us there. And if that's something that interests you, you want to ask us questions on it, please let us know. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. Thank you to those that start, you know, joined up in the, uh, on our first, not even our first week, 
greatly appreciated and uh hopefully a lot more fun stuff coming down the pipe for everybody so thank you once again and uh let's go let's go on to uh last week's episode Woo, what a big one we kind of knew it would be but you guys never disappoint creatures of the night review episode that was awesome Woo. and uh we always start with the poll and uh every monday we post an episode related poll and uh every time we do an album review it is favorite song so the options this week were war machine i love it loud creatures of the night and i still love you and war machine came in at 38 percent and this was a little bit surprising and i think it might be fatigue factor right behind war machine at 34 percent was creatures of the night and then way behind in third place was i love it loud at 18 percent and I still love you coming in the in the rear there with 10%. So I'm wondering if the I love it loud might just be fatigue because I can't believe the creatures of the night got almost double the votes of I love it loud. Yeah, I, I'm I can't believe I it's gotta be creatures of the night. Last time in the set list was early days. Yeah, uh, I don't believe after the makeup came back on, they were performing that after revenge and stuff. I think they stopped. Mm-hmm. So I think just people are just, you know, want to hear that again and have a favorable memory of it. So, yeah, yeah. that's probably it. Yeah. And then, uh, as usual, tons of tons of comments for the for the poll. So, uh, Bill Elam, I voted Creatures when the album was released. I love it loud. Reign Supreme. Graham Richley, War Machine for me. I still love you is a great performance, but not one I want to hear over and over. I skip it nine times out of 10 as I'm generally not in the mood for a slow dirge. And then he says, settle down, Paul. (laughs) Okay. Mr. Mar, rock and roll hell. Uh, Nige Savage. I still love you is the best power ballad of the eighties. In my opinion, way better than anything done by Bon Jovi, Poison, Cinderella, and all those other hair bands. You feel that Paul actually means it, which sets it apart from the most other similar songs by those bands. That's a good point. Uh, Deuce forced to pick from these four. I'll go with the title track, but rock and roll hell is by far my favorite. Okay. Um, I love it louder. I still love you as amazing creatures is an amazing opening track. Not only the album, but a live three. I agree. The live three version is great. Jim McClanahan rock and roll. Hell became my favorite song over the years. Initially it was probably war machine or I still love you. Steve who loves this album. He ranked at number one. Great album from start to finish. Every track is just amazing. I have to go with War Machine, but Danger is my album favorite. Ooh. Party Man. Great tunes. I voted I Love It Loud because of the memories of hearing Eric's drums and seeing that video back then, feeling like one of those kids in front of their TV. Peter Gindrich. Favorite tracks, Danger and Rock and Roll Hell. Carlos. That was criminal making me choose between War Machine and I Love It Loud. Lee Bruton, tough pull, but for me, I'd say Creature of the Night just edges it, but all tracks off the album are great. Not that it was needed. The Elder was super, but a great bounce-back album. Rockin' Sports Banker, War Machine, Mrs. Baird's Ex-Boyfriend, my second favorite Kiss album. Rock and Roll Hell is my favorite. Great show, fellas. Thank you. Lovely Lance, always loved War Machine. It was also used throughout the year as an entrance for various pro wrestlers. Yes. I mention that often. Yep. Mike and Fresno, Saint and Sinner, Elisa Acreage. I like them all. Okay. Zandon Black. I love War Machine for the riff. Creatures is an awesome opener. John Gross. Out of these four, I still love you. Rock and Roll Hell is my favorite. A lot of people love Rock and Roll Hell. That's that's a great song. Um, Greg Wright. Great album. Love Get Me Out of This Rock and Roll Hell and Saints and Sinners. Fat Man on Guitar. My <laughs> rank- <laughs> I love that. 
My ranking is War Machine over Creatures by a Nat's Eyelash, followed by I Still Love You. I Still Love You is underrated. I love that song, but there's no way Paul could pull it off now. And then our friends over at Pod of Thunder jumped in and said, no way he could pull it off. But in my estimation, it's his finest vocal performance ever. Oh, okay. I, I will not disagree with that. North Gower Dave. God, I hate these polls. <laughs> Meaning he hates picking. Dave Kinney, super Kiss fan. I'm torn here. I voted War Machine. Then he posted a video from Kiss Cruise 8. Uh, Paul, War Machine. Alessandro Rourke, I Still Love You, is only popular because of the unplugged version. It's not a Kiss song I would put in a playlist. Oh, that's an interesting take. Uh, and then our buddy Andy, Danger is my favorite track. Zeus is right. It rules. It does not rule, but that's okay. Uh, so what do we got for Facebook? Yeah, I think uh, I think we should just end the comments right there with uh, that I was no. correct. Stop. On Danger. Over on uh, Facebook, Tom, we had a ton of feedback. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, Virgil Stay... I don't know what he's saying. What's he saying? Ses mesks sont plutot cool por unto da mimes. Isn't there a translation button on Facebook? Yes. And original French. These guys are pretty cool for a lot of mimes. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Love it. Yes. And then you got... Uh, Christopher Chambers, thank you for liking my comment. Uh, Brad Rustoven, I couldn't agree more with your analysis of Creatures. It's overrated. Yeah. Not even my top 10 Kiss albums of all time. Mm -hmm. It has some great songs on it, but there's way too much filler. And you were spot on with Keep Me Coming in Danger Choruses. They're awful. Yes, Brad. (laughs) Thank you, my friend. Uh, Michael Norby. It's one of their best albums, but to call it a band effort is ridiculous. Who called it a band effort? I don't think he's saying that we did. I think maybe he's just commenting on the fact that it's, okay. you know, ghost players. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's so many ghost musicians outside songwriters. It's a fine record, but up there with destroy and unmask when it comes to credibility, even if Eric Carr plays some fine drums, I have serious doubts that he played on the entire album. There's some fills and patterns on this record that he never played in any other form, live studio before and after. I've never, I've, I've never I've, read anything about that. That yeah, Eric was not the type of guy to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna miss this. Like yeah. it's like he's like especially on, to be in the studio, like especially on that album. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he knows something we don't, but I've never read that. But Graham Richley, Creatures or Asylum, Tom, you should be in an asylum for that choice <laughs> with your buddy. Sonny Looney. Well, you can say that. Uh, we'll save that for when you guys hear the draft after we do the feedback, what our buddy Jericho thinks. The great episodes is how you keep me coming back for more, Ooh. says Jason Allen. All right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, John Tavis. Agree. Okay. Simple. Kev- Kevin Jepson. Oh, my God. The Peter North comment damn near killed me. Lake. <laughs> Lake Michigan. (laughs) Love this record. I understand Tom's not liking the production. I personally love it. All around perfect album. Here's my list. So tough. Kevin goes killer. Saint and Siller from nine to one. Killer. Saint and Sinner. I love it loud. Keep me coming. War Machine. Danger. I still love you. Rock and roll hell. Creatures of the night. 
Whew, horrible wow. list there, Kevin. Okay. Horrible list. Um, <laughs> Matt Weller's dick. I don't know if that's his real name. I'm not mocking anybody's name anymore because I don't know who's real and who's not. Yeah. Uh, he commented on Kevin's list there and critiqued it as well. Kevin Northern. Does it bother anybody else that they didn't lower the camera a bit <laughs> and not cut off aces in Paul's chin? I think there's enough hair going on top to make that happen. And then it got everybody to be like, oh, shit, I never noticed that. This is what Kiss fans do. I love it. It's, I wouldn't, would have never even thought of that. And Chuck Hoskins comes back to him. He's like, now it's bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> Comment of the week there. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Comment of the week. Kevin Northern, who points out that the chins are cut off for Ace and Paul. Beautiful. That's awesome. <laughs> then <laughs> Matt Weller's dick comment on that said, I'm pretty sure they had jeans jizz all over oh, their chins. Gene kept on coming. Oh. So they <laughs> cropped it out. See what I mean? This is what happens. Oh, God. I'm starting to think that Mr. Weller's dick might not be his actual name. Oh, well, we'll find out. If he listens to this episode, we'll find out. Uh, Chuck Hoskins didn't like my comment about BTO. Listening now, BTO version is better? Come on, Zeus. I like it. Different total song. Completely different song. Uh, Scott Donaldson. One question that should be asked is that, is there a better side two on a Kiss album? The only album I think would be close would be Dynasty. Love the drums on the album. Eric killed it. Have to agree with Zeus that Vinny was amazing on side two. If they only could make it work with VV. Love BK, but I think we really missed out on something extra special with Vinny. Agree with Zeus that I like it more than the debut. However, not sure who said it's a dark album, but I agree with that. That's why I probably listened to Asylum more. Peace out. Girl Scout. Good it's analysis. It's a, a great point. A potential future episode there. Best side ones, best side twos of albums. Hell yep. yeah. Yep. Jack Benacchio. Can we add money to the Patreon to give Zeus a pair of cargo pants like Stuart <laughs> Trunk? <laughs> Talking rubbish. Putting Creatures number two. Haha, ha, jokes aside for me, this will be the album that I remember Eric for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Matt Weller's dick was all over our Facebook. Put a, a nice little photo of all his Kiss albums there. I, I always love seeing people's collections. And please put those on our, our Kiss page or our Shout It Out Loudcasters page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Buzzard says their best album. 
Um, Daniel Peoples. Not as crazy as I expected, just a few ridiculous moments. Zeus putting Danger number two was perfectly placed and is the most definitely the crappiest song on the album. <laughs> so apparently, Daniel thinks my, my selections are bad. Well, at least the chorus is. And then Tom putting the album behind Asylum. I've never prayed harder to be stranded on Sonny Pooney's desert island with 2K Scandinavian pop metal desert island disc to numb my brain instead of being stuck on the barren wasteland of Planet Tom. Oh, so stop. I'm sorry he didn't like yours either. And <laughs> both, but his, it was crazy. We love the same band. And it don't, doesn't always feel like it. Though that's the beauty of Kiss. Quite a bit of variety if you look at it. I have two problems with this album, and in no way, shape, or form is any of them a lack of Ace Frehley. One, Dangerous Chorus is super annoying. Nine songs is not enough. This is a top three Kiss album for me with Avenge It or Lick It Up. This, or at least the official touring version, is probably my favorite lineup. The albums they could have produced if Egos didn't prevail may have been mind-blowing. A close second to Rock and Roll Over for favorite album cover for me. Eric Carr as the Fox still feels new and exciting to me. The same way Vinny's character just haven't had enough footage of them. Nice. I had the same experience as Zeus with the Bruce album cover. I only heard there was a different one with makeup and never saw it until years later on the loudest band in the world poster. I was very confused that Bruce was on an album, but it was full of Vinny co-writes, two albums after Lick It Up. Had to hit up the bookstore and read a Rolling Stone magazine guide to rock and roll to figure out that it was a re-release. Probably didn't find out why until three sides episode a while back. Yeah. Well, you know. Maybe if you looked at a couple posters, you'd know. <laughs> great album, great episode. I ha- only have one friend in the real world who likes kids. <laughs> And he only likes a few albums. So it's sometimes enlightening and entertaining hearing such different opinions in mind. Though I usually take revenge, slander, or slight personally, though. The album almost feels like a family member. Can't explain it. I just try to contain it. Mm, okay. Interesting, Daniel. I think uh, uh, we love to hear the passion, even though a lot of your opinion is pretty brutal. Um, <laughs> So then we just there was more comments back and forth about the album and stuff yep. like that. Okay. That's our that's Facebook, buddy. All right. Let's so let's go back to Twitter proper, the episode posting there with uh with some more general comments. Uh our buddy Deuce has some comments here. He says Creatures is not a fun kiss album. That's what makes it good, in my opinion. Dark, heavy, lyrically, it's a change from the put your hand in my pocket stuff, which I absolutely love. All right. Our buddy Tony from Restrain says to me, let me know when you're ready to get that tattoo when I'm there. Well, I told you, three more years until the big birthday. Actually, two and a half now. Our buddy Steve, he loves this album. He has it ranked number one. DG from Tennessee, only one word I can think of, iconic. I agree with Tom. The album is overrated. I Still Love You is a good song, but the unplugged version smokes. I Love It Loud is killer, but this version is better than any live version they've ever done. Same with War Machine. JR, I'd prefer with the sound production on Creatures were the same as Lick It Up. Another stellar episode, as always, so much fun to listen to. Thank you, JR. Awesome. Todd Harrig, maybe this record is to me what all the grunge records are for you, and that it takes me back in time to a specific period in my youth. 
This was my lawn mowing business music. $10 for a lawn that was creature sized. I'd put it in my top 10. The keep me coming chorus is awful. Joey Casada, our good friend. Creatures is an incredible album. Songs, production, and look. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then I love it louder. When I see a three-hour shout-out loudcast pop up on the feed, and then he gives us a little Seinfeld gif of everybody dancing. Ranch Hand Joey. Oh, what's that? Is that a Sunny Pooner burner account alarm? It certainly is. He says the this is how you know this is a Sunny Pooney burner account because it says the best '80s Kiss album. Period. And we know that Sunny likes Asylum, so that's just phony. Um, Joel Hoffman, one thousand percent agree with Tom. Creatures has always been overrated. Never got why it is so beloved. Okay, huge drums, blah blah blah. That does not mean a great album. The title song is great. War Machine may be the best Kiss riff ever. Best song by far on an album, a mediocre album at best. Ooh, all right, I like it. Pop Fix. This and Revenge are the only good albums after Peter and Ace were gone. Wow. Okay. Lee Bruton, loving the show, guys. I got to say, when I first heard Rock and Roll Hello, I was reading a news article about the Russian cannibal Andre Romanovich. <laughs> So that song always makes me think about him and gives it an extra dark feel to it. Okay. Hashtag, you guys are awesome. All right, thanks, buddy. Peter Dooley, their best album by far. Every track is a classic. I don't know about that, buddy. Kevin Northern then sends us a Seinfeld gif of George and Jerry when Jerry goes, there's a hue. Because <laughs> we would talk about pinkish hue for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, then Twisted Kister had a good one today. He goes, I see that you've retweeted this. Has the audio of Tom not praising this album properly been corrected? No, it has not. Uh, Moncton Magic Fan. Eric was one of the best drummers of all time. Rest in paradise, Eric Carr. Miss you every day, bro. Uh, Let's see. Bruno McDonald. Oh, this is actually a really cool image. He took a picture of the Dynasty cover and and gave it that blue tint of Creatures of the Night with the glowing eyes. That was really cool artwork. Our buddy Steve from Potter Than Hell. I agree with TG. I do feel that Creatures is overrated. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I believe that the loud drum production was done to distract from the different guitar players on the album. And then you commented by saying, I don't like you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bruno McDonald again. I'm two hours into the show and I'm enjoying it. Thank you. You talk about the whoa aspect of I love it loud being harder to write than it might seem. You, I think you're right. But I doubt Gene was unaware of this, which was a UK hit at the start of 1981. And then he posted a video about a song from Slade. So uh, that's pretty interesting. Half Ace, I like Creatures, but think it is think of it more as a in-the-mood album than a collection of great songs, if that makes any sense. The choruses are lazy, infuriatingly lazy. Great show. Thank you. Then our buddy Murph, next Twitter poll, what should Tom get for a kiss tattoo? Oh, we might have to do that. Donnie Allen Smith, War Machine. Our buddy Andrew James talking about the tour with the uh, drum riser was a tank. Just great stuff. You guys are passionate about this album. That's awesome. We expected that. So thank you for that. That was really cool. A lot of, a lot of feedback on Twitter. Loudcasters page. That's our Facebook group page, Tom. Yep. Some feedback there. Sean Hammond. Oh, yeah. Justin Harper. Oh, yeah. Oh. I feel a long dog walk in sub-zero temperatures coming on. So I can treat myself to this. 
What? Nearly three hours of Tom and Zeus howling in the shadows. All right. Nice. Yeah, Jason Leonard, I'm so happy for the episode, boys. Can't wait to listen. Graham Richley. I'll never forget being 14 years old and seeing I Love It Loud for the first time and being so happy. Kiss was back then. This wasn't weird elder shit. This was <laughs> awesome. The band looked and, surround- and sounded amazing. Gene had long hair again, looked menacing as hell, and Paul was doing somersaults across the goddamn stage. Ace was super cool, banging his guitar on his thigh, while Eric was bashing away behind a fucking tank. Yep. The song was immense, and it was an unforgettable few minutes. I was able to feel proud again. My boys were back. Yeah, nice. Aaron Martell. Great episode, fellas. Really dig your album reviews. Tom, you're on crack for putting Creatures Below Asylum yeah. and Unmasked. But keep smoking it because it must help you bring the funny. And <laughs> Zeus, I'm with you on I Still Love You. I respect it more than I love it. Okay. And I think you replied a couple comments back to Aaron, who's got his uh, ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous rock record review podcast. If you love album reviews, check out Aaron's podcast. They do tons of different, not just kiss, all rock and metal stuff. Good, good, good podcast. If you like those album reviews, it sounded like good, 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 clean girls, good, 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 clean girls at church, church, a good place. Oh, this place here. We're going to that. The Miss Black Awareness Badges. You'll find some good, clean, clean girls. Uh, dynamic episode waited so long for shout out loudcast never disappoints. Wow, thank you very much, Steve Vargo. Love this one, guys. The record is one of my faves, so I have pretty strong feelings about it. The cover is awesome, and zero skippers for this one. I do agree it's darker, and that is why I like it so much. The band sound and look was badass. Also, on a side note, I must admit, I do love Asylum as well. Precisely because it's the opposite in a fun record, as Tom stated. No, this is not a sunny poony burner account. <laughs> yeah, nice job, Steve. That being said, I have to agree that Tom must be on crack to rate this below any other 80s Kiss record. Love you, buddy. Seriously, one of the many reasons I enjoy the Kiss Cadillac so much is because at times it is so varied in sound, look, etc. Then again, what the hell do I know? I even like Fast Kiss, LOL. Keep okay. up the great work, fellas. That's a great one, Steve. Thank you. What's that? The third person accused me of being on crack? <laughs> crack out of your mind. Insane. You smoke crack, don't you, boy? <laughs> don't you? Insane? Crazy? Insane? What's the boy talking about on the telephone, man? Explain it to him. Explain it to What's him. That? He broke more than your heart. It broke a heart in two. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Uh, so we got a couple quote tweets here as well. I just want to give a shout out to my rock and roll heaven, who, if you guys are a fan of rock and metal and that kind of 80s genre stuff that we all love, great Twitter page to follow. Uh, he's a huge, huge fan. He's got his own internet radio show. Uh, my rock and roll heaven. He said, kill a new episode of shout out loudcast. Love creatures. Thank you. you got an awesome Twitter page. It's a lot of fun following you. Stevie, our buddy, said, new episode. Check it out. The Rock Savages podcast retweeted us with War Machine. That's their song. John Windsor retweeted us by saying, what an album. Uh, and then I love it louder. I hope in this episode, T and Z answer the eternal question. Do they, in fact, love it loud? So, again, more Twitter fun. Thank you guys for all that. 
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Yeah, we told you guys this. We had a lot of feedback on... Uh, on this uh, episode, I think probably the most feedback we've ever had on it on an album review. By this far, this is why we love the album reviews. We love the feedback, and we love to give it back to you guys, so you guys can hear this and kind of debate it yourselves in here and get either pissed at somebody or want to high five them. So we got a couple on YouTube. YouTube. Anthony Stratus, such a great episode by you guys to kick off the New Year's. Creatures of the Night is one of my favorite albums of all times. I purchased it around 86, and I wouldn't be shy or embarrassed playing in front of my anti-Kiss fan friends. Creatures is kind of like my badge of honor album. God bless Eric Carr. His heart and soul is all over this album as well. That's Good a point. great one. Good point. Excellent. Yep. Marty White. Uh-oh. Gene Simmons has invented many things. He invented Michael James Jackson. He invented Vinnie Vincent. He invented the Beatles, cruises, rock and roll hand symbol, and more. He invented many of the products we use every day. I just wish he'd invent something to help that entity behind the drums look more human. What? I think he's talking about Eric. Oh, Eric Singer. Okay, because I had creatures on the mind, so I'm thinking, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Coleman, awesomeness. 
Your album reviews are the best. Wow, thank you. Craig Broderick, great episode, guys. Keep the impersonations coming. <laughs> well, we started off this episode with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Ted Cobble. Uh, Chuck Hoskins, great episodes, guys. I have to agree with Tom on this one. I really enjoy this album, as I do all Kiss albums. However, it stands out to me more than just a mid-pack album. Not the worst, but many ahead of it. I would put Lick It Up, Unmasked, and even Crazy Nights higher. Oh, <laughs> congrats I, on the third season, guys. You're only getting better. P.S. I feel lost now. I don't know where to get my spicy movies. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He's the first person to notice that. Oh, uh, you yeah. still, you know, you know what you can st- the website's still out there. Sorry. And the, and the, uh, the thing is still there. We're just not pushing it much. Right. You can go over to, uh, adamandeve.com and put out the promo code loudcast and, uh, go do a little bit of that, uh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite comment of the week, although it's not a uh, comment of the week, it's my favorite. Some naked lady named Nori Orton Orte four days ago wrote, I need a boyfriend. <laughs> How is that not the comment of the week? Dude, there is nothing better than getting spam from like some Asian hottie who says, I need a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, with a many emoji of lips. Oof. Did not get- snapper flap lips, like Oof. regular lips. Oof. Did we have we responded to her request that she needs a boyfriend? Oh, no, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's responding to her request, Tom. I don't think you're doing any business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Tom, you have any a couple of DMs that we got to? You said I do. Yeah, this a couple here. This is good. We got one from Gary Roth, who is Gene from Kisteria. He's buddies with our with our uh, our buddy Scott Donaldson, who's the Fox drummer from Kisteria. Uh, he said, I just wanted to say I enjoyed the episode this week. As much as I like the original lineup, I have to say I've been listening to Creatures and Lick It Up mostly over the last six months. I also enjoy the Carrie episode. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Gary. That's awesome. Yep. Very cool. Uh, then we got a DM from Eric Schwink. I enjoyed the Creatures review. I like that you had different takes on the album because depending on my mood, the album is in my top five. Other times it can drop out of my top ten. I agree with you about this being a premier album for Gene. I think it is Gene's second best album, just beating out Revenge. His best album is Love Gun. Oh, yeah. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Eric. You are right. Then uh, this is a nice comment from our Shout It Out Loudcasters page from Chuck Hoskins. After watching the latest episode, this is my question. Which is more controversial, that Creatures is worse than Asylum or that Creatures is better than the debut? My answer is that saying it's better than the debut is most controversial. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So those, those are a couple DMs there from some of our listeners, and we appreciate those too. See, I'd rather be contribu- have a controversial opinion than a stupid one. Oh, yeah. That's the Zeus that I love. <laughs> yep. We're a hot- I, I like it. Maybe they're stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, you have right. Creatures of the Night ranked second. That is absurd. So far of the albums we reviewed. Yeah, which includes Kiss, Dress to Kill, Rock and Roll Over. Stop. Yeah, Rock and Roll Over is ahead of it. Chair number two, we read in a minute. That's right. Forgive me. I forgot you have Rock and Roll Over number one. Yep. Uh, sorry, Tom had to get a Marco Rubio 
water break in the middle of his comment. I didn't have to get a Marco Rubio anything. I just got a water break. <laughs> oh, okay, little Marco. Yeah. <laughs> With his low energy gem. <laughs> Sleepy Ben Carson though coming up on the show. What we have here is people need to calm down and be nice to each other. <laughs> okay, Sleepy Ben. <laughs> Next episode, Kiss Draft with Sleepy Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy Ben. God. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Remember we were watching? The, we were live Texting each other yes. the debate. Yeah. Where, like he didn't come out, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Everyone's like, "He's still napping." <laughs> yeah. He was just sitting there. Everyone's like, "Dude, I think you're supposed to go out." And he was like, like <sighs> "Oh, <laughs> low, <laughs> low energy jab, <laughs> little Marco." <laughs> Fucking horrible. <laughs> anyways, anyways, let's wrap this thing up, Tom, with uh, some great, great emails. And uh, apropos of today's episode, Tom, yep. rushes Lee Leifson Peart. It's Leifson. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Rush. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm reading this as I'm going, so I'm like, I'm not putting the names together. Then yeah. I figured out. Oh, so he's given the names. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, its title is Poonie. And Sonny Poonie, <laughs> what a piece of shit that guy is. <laughs> Those Jericho Sonny Poonie drops get me every time. I don't know what's funnier. The actual way Jericho says, what a piece of shit. <laughs> Or how Tom, I think, loses it right before the drop cuts off. Yep. Yes, that was that was Tom laughing there. <laughs> and I don't think that was very funny, Tommy, at our friend Sonny Pooney's expense. I think it was hilarious. Oh, so do I. Fuck him. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> um, God. All right. We got one here. Creatures, episode 105 from Ryan from Milwaukee. Oh, First, a haiku. Oh, we can all share. Meet pandemic Paul. Behold his food, bike, his mask. Let's get gelato. <laughs> oh man! Oh boy! Zeus and Tom, you guys are hilarious covering pandemic Paul and Zeus. Your impression of Ace. Oh my God! It's spot on. I laugh out loud every week. Paul is beyond ridiculous at this point. <laughs> Love the Creatures episode. One thing I really acknowledge this episode and want to say is when you guys share your personal histories behind the albums, I love hearing them, and it is a highlight for me in the album reviews. Kiss is, Kiss is such a special band in that way, bringing people together, sharing stories, no matter the age or when the fandom began. Great, great listen as always. Now I cannot wait for the elder review. Wow. Thank you for that. Nice comments. Appreciate that. Yeah. Great podcast. Take care. Ryan from Milwaukee. Thank you. Yeah. That, that the haiku was fucking awesome. Oh God. I got another one here. Creatures of the night from Scott Mays. Love the latest podcast. Always enjoy the album review episodes. I have to say, I agree with Tom that creatures of the night is a bit overrated. Very good album, but I don't hold it in the same pedestal as other Kiss fans. I discovered your guys' podcast about six months ago. It's become my favorite. Always look forward to new episodes. 
My commute to work is an hour and a half, three days a week. So I've gone through many of the previous episodes. You guys make my drive a lot less mundane. Love the format of your shows, the cutaways, the special guests. Love the bonus episodes. It's awesome that you guys appreciate the grunge era also. Woo! Nice. Don't change a thing. And I look forward to what you guys have in store for the new year. Keep on rocking. Scott Mays, Pedro, Ohio. Wow. Awesome. Thank you very much, Scott. That's awesome. Thank you. A uh, couple more here. Uh, our buddy, Tony Smith. Creatures review. My opinion, I agree with Tom's take on the album as a whole. The only real difference for me is as far as songs, I still love you bores me to tears. So slow, so draggy. Give me. Then she kissed me. I right, Tony, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? What is the matter with you? That's insane. <laughs> love the comment Zeus was making about. Keep me coming. Had me rolling. Hoping Tom doesn't get hate mail for his opinion because we still love you. Thank you, Tony. Very nice. <clears throat> and here comes Angelo Capasso. No, 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 no. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Listen, I am a drummer. I think Eric's drumming not only carries this album, it's the best drumming on any Kiss album, bar none. It's Kiss's heaviest album from Creatures to War Machine. I agree. But George, no, no, no fucking way is Creatures better than the Kiss debut album. I'll give you Love It Loud and War Machine over Love Theme and Kiss in Time. But even those two songs mentioned on the debut were perfect for the style of music in the early 70s. Plus, Kissing Time wasn't even on the actual debut that I own, by the way. All I have to say about this matter are two words, Deuce and Black Diamond. Not another word about this, Georgie, because you know I am correct. I love you, Zeus. Don't get me wrong, and I respect your opinion, but you are wrong. Now, Tommy, what the fuck is wrong with you? Eight? Come on, eight? Creatures deserves way more respect than that. As stated above, it's a kick-ass hard rock album that deserves higher rating than eight, but fuck, no way, number two. Keep kicking ass, boys. You rule when it comes to Kiss Podcast, second to none. You will always be my number one on my list, and there is no debating that, Angelo. Dude, you're the best. Thank you. That's awesome. But he does realize we're talking about albums that we reviewed yes. so far. We haven't reviewed Lick It Up. We haven't reviewed Harder Than Hell. Right, we right. haven't reviewed uh, Love Gun. We haven't reviewed Detroit um, Destroyer. I mean, right. There's still a lot to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so we got another one here from Keith Wetzel. Hey guys, big fan of the podcast and all the content you deliver every week. Love the open and honest opinions that you provide instead of the foot rubs other podcasts give. Nothing wrong with voicing not only positive, but negative reviews of our favorite band. Have you guys noticed the sudden increase of Gene political tweets? Why does he retweet an article that has a title in it and then type it again in his tweet? We thought political Paul was the only one voicing those opinions. Well, I'm off to make dinner now with my recipe for my other new favorite character, Pasta Paul. Tonight, it's pasta with peas. Tomorrow, thanks to Pedaling Paul, I'll be on my 25-mile bike ride to Starbucks. Take up and take care and keep up the good work. P.S. I'm the one who keeps suggesting the top Paul Stanley stage raps as a possible topic. Please keep in mind for future episodes. Maybe, Keith, you never know. Thank you for the email. That's great. And then one last one here. From our friend Danny Pooney, the good Pooney, I should clarify. The, the smart and the better looking one. Yeah. Hey, guys, another great album review episode. I love hearing the stories about how the songs and albums come together. I never knew how heavily involved Vinny was on this album. Creatures is awesome. Definitely a top five Kiss album. No skippable songs. Let's plan on all getting Kiss tattoos on the Kiss cruise. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. you never know, Danny. That might happen. Who knows who's going to be on that cruise this year? 
that was a supersized edition of previous episode uh, comments and stuff. Thank you for bearing with us. You know, I, I guess it's me and Tom, we enjoy this stuff. We know that you guys take the time out of your day to interact with us, and we want to show you the respect that we think those comments deserve. So we like to go over with them. So, you know, and this one was a little bit more detailed. So thank you. That was a great episode. If you missed it, tune in. Creatures of the night. Great job. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys. Like Zeus said, a lot of feedback and we want to give you guys the respect and open it up to some people that may have missed it. We know you guys are busy and not everybody sees all the interactions. So that's why we like to start each episode off with that kind of giving back to you guys, the the feedback that you give us. Yep. So Tom, usually we will turn this into uh, what's going on in Kiss World. From what I understand, not much. Nothing. I get nothing. It's just Paul and Gene doing some political stuff, which is their, you know, their right to do. We don't have a problem with that. It's, it's, it is what it is. But in terms of Kiss news, just quiet since the New Year's show. Yeah, I mean, I, I do want to give a quick note to say, like, uh, apparently Vinnie Vincent's mom passed away. God bless her. God bless Vinnie for that. That's uh, that's too bad. Um, but other than that, really, not much in Kiss World. No, so, quiet. yeah. So what do we usually do? We usually go into our episode. So we had come up with the idea of another Kiss draft. We have a bunch of them in our kind of uh, little list of episodes future episode ideas and one of them was like let's get a a live draft like what would you build a a great set list but if we're going to put somebody on with us we've got to get a couple people not just one get a couple people let's get somebody that performs live and our immediate thought is obviously chris perfect for him he and you know his knowledge of all the kiss errors especially the forgotten 80s era is something I want to see because I like that that side of Kiss gets represented when he comes on. And then we were thinking about this in a few we've had a few interactions with our with Anthrax's drummer Charlie Bonanti reached out, he joined us. Next thing you know, Tom, me and you are having a Kiss draft with Chris Jericho and Charlie Bonanti. You know, the same guy that we and you were in college watching his fucking bring the noise um, video nonstop and uh, all his other great albums that he had with Anthrax released during our heyday. Yeah, that's right. I'm a big Anthrax fan among the living. You guys, I'm sure listen to this, know that album. It's one of the most iconic thrash albums of the 80s classic classic album uh and we know that charlie's a huge kiss fan you know they toured with him on the crazy nights tour they appeared on kiss my ass doing she charlie and some of his friends were doing some stuff during quarantine so he's a huge kiss fan so we said we we thought hey why not you know let's see if we can get another big star musician rock guy and uh have him come on here and, and have some kiss fun and we, we were thrilled that he was uh willing to join us and uh thrilled for us and we hope you guys are going to enjoy this because it, it was a blast Yeah, he was, you know, as always, we're always fortunate enough that we even had any experience with any guests. They were like, ah, guy's kind of a dick, but let's just get through it. Like, awesome as can be. This is a guy that, you know, he's got so many projects going on. You got to check out his YouTube stuff that he has. It's fucking fantastic. And the one thing I want to do bring up, Tom, is, you know, for me, I, I like a lot of the early Anthrax stuff. But I actually, my favorite Anthrax song is Only. 
Yes, that's when I they got that. Fucking love that song. That album is insane. That album is 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 people love that album. That's such a beloved Anthrax album, and that song. That was kind of when they went through their kind of little bit of a grunge version, if you want to say that, when that album came out. Um, I remember getting that. came out in 93, Sound of White Noise. It's when they had their new uh, vocalist. They had John Bush. So yep. the album the album sounded completely different from everything they had other they had done. It wasn't really like thrashy, but that song only is amazing. And that album is, is amazing. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Anthrax got a ton of great stuff, but that album's really cool. Yeah, and I believe... That is the friggin' uh, song that uh, I think uh, James Hetfield had called it a perfect song at yeah. the time. Yep. I fucking love it. Go catch yep. that song if you can. But Great. back to what we were doing. So we decided to do a kiss draft, 15 songs each. And apparently, uh, Chris the fucking rules guy again comes out. And reprimands me because he changes it. He says what we never discussed this and that he didn't like the way I was trying to do it. I was saying if we're doing a draft, I could pick my Gene Blood song as my f- first number one pick or my closer, which you will you guys will see. And then Chris is like, now nah, we need to go to first song, second song, third song. So you might see a little bit of hiccup there in the beginning, and that's that's the background of this. Yeah, this was a good one here. Um, like Zeus said, we had talked about it when we were kind of organizing this draft and scheduling and everything. We had talked about how we want to manage the draft. Do we want to draft it in order? Do we want to draft it with, you know, like you said, you could take your your encore with your number one pick. Of course, we love Jericho. Like I, You'll hear, you know, it's not a draft episode with Chris unless he's berating us. So you'll see that the format took the place of the set list in order. First pick is your opener. Last pick is your closer. And we tried to say, you know, it doesn't need to be a favorite Kiss song set list, but let's try to base it in reality. You know, there's a couple songs that we know that they would never play live, maybe. Um, But we weren't going to have it be like all crazy deep cuts. And and we did take the time to be like, okay, this is when Gene will, will do fire. This is when the solo for Ace will come out or whatever. We thought it was great. We had a great time. And of course, doing doing the draft, as you guys saw when we had Bruce on for the 100th episode, it just automatically contributes to having conversations about songs. It just naturally does that. And that's that's what this happened. And we had a great time. And Chris and Charlie were just, it was just a lot of fun. Without further ado, Kiss Draft 9. We got a little surprise for you tonight. We're going to turn the microphone over to... We got the great Charlie Benanti here from Anthrax. Huge fan. This is awesome. He's a huge Kiss fan. Anthrax toured with Kiss on the Crazy Nights tour. You know, the Kiss My Ass album, Anthrax did She, one of the most killer versions ever. And of course, during quarantine, Charlie was the drummer when they performed maybe one of the greatest Kiss songs ever, Mr. Speed. Um, Charlie, this is awesome. We're so happy that you've taken a couple couple minutes out of your afternoon to join us for, uh, for some Kiss talk. So thank you so much. Oh, this is going to be fun. It will be. It will be. Would I ever pass up a chance to talk about old Kiss? Never. 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 I was just going to say, Charlie and I have done a lot of podcasts uh, over the years, talked a lot about Beatles and Anthrax and Van Halen, but this is our first Kiss uh, uh, experience, so it should be cool. Wow. Actually, that's right. We've done ACDC, too. 
Yeah, ACDC too. That's right. Yeah, in depth for all of those. Right. Yeah. All right. So what we're going to do is, so what we do on Shout Out Loudcast a lot, Chris has been part of one. We did one for our 100th episode. We were joined by Bruce Kulik. Uh, we've done drafts before. So what we do is we pick a topic and then we go in a circle and we we draft songs. We pick songs. So, okay. for, so for example, you're, you're the guest today, Charlie. So you'll have the first pick. So say, for example, you decide to pick uh, Detroit Rock City. Okay. Once you take that song, it's off the list and no one can use it again. Okay. Okay. So then we keep now, going. When you, say, when you say, "Hey, pick that song," what am I picking the song for? You're uh, gonna make a you're gonna make a 15 song set list and try to create your ultimate Kiss concert. That's <laughs> that, that's what we're gonna do today. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, so listen. So one of the things you can do is you can sit there and say, "All right, there are kind of four real main Kiss opening songs." So you might want to make sure you get an opening song, a closing song. Maybe a Gene Blood song, whatever you want. But okay. at the end, we'll compare the 15 songs. As usual, we'll throw a poll up. Jericho's uh, burner accounts will come up and destroy the shit out of us and win by far. <laughs> but these things happen. What are you going to do? A <laughs> hey, quick question, guys. So, is this any song within the Kiss universe? Yeah. So, what we're trying to do is, so we don't want it to be like, like a favorite song draft, although that might, that might, it might evolve into that. So, you know, I mean, if you want to take friggin' Snowblind off of the Ace album, go ahead. But we know that they've never played that live and they never would. So we're kind of, we're, we're sticking within the, you know, the Kiss concert experience. I mean, obviously, if you throw in songs that you love that maybe you wished they'd heard, you could. Um, but again, it's, it's your set list, it's your thing. And we just want this to be fun, just an excuse to talk shit and talk Kiss. Okay, so for me, it would be like the the four original members, right? That's it. it. Can be for you. It, it, for you, it can be that. It can be anything oh, you want. Yeah. You can pick songs just from the original, the original seventies. You can pick half from the seventies, half from the Revenge lineup. It's it's your it's it's your list. You it's okay. whatever you want. All right? All right. And then what we'll do is we'll go Charlie, Chris, yes, Zeus, <laughs> Zeus. You went last against Bruce, so if, I can go last if you want. Yeah, we'll switch that up. That's fine. So we'll go we'll go Charlie, Chris, wow. Zeus, me, and then we'll swing back around and go me, Zeus, Chris, Charlie. And um you can pick whatever you want and uh let's just let's just have some fun. Let's just talk kiss. So Charlie, number yeah. one pick. I think we lost Charlie's camera too. No, I see him. Oh do you? Oh, I see him. There he is. Um all right, so the opening track, uh it's it's um it's not really that hard, but it is. I'm choosing between either Detroit or Deuce. That's the uh, that's the problem. That is the problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, man, I'm just going to go Detroit Rock City. It just seems to. There you go. It, it seems to kind of it 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 feels right, you know. It does. And we've seen, we've all seen both of them open with them. I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not going to say what I'm partial to, but I'm not. I would never argue about Detroit Rock City being the opener. Chris, you, uh, yeah, I, I figured that somebody would take that in front of me, so I'm going to go with the opener that that they used when I saw them on the Hot in the Shade tour. No, which is uh, I Stole Your Love, which I believe they opened with on the Alive Two tour, didn't they, Charlie? Yeah. Yes, they did. Love, love, the whole Love Gun tour, I think. They the whole Love Gun tour. That. 
Yep. And yet they chose Detroit for a live two for whatever reason. But um, it's I think they actually opened with it on Kiss Me's the Phantom of the Park, too. So, Oh, God. All right. So that leaves me with, uh, well, I, I know Zeus has one in his back pocket. Oh, no, wait. wait, 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 wait. That You're next. Me. You're next. So I'm, so, so I'm the, one, that, I'm the yeah. one who gets fucked. So I'm going to flip this on you guys. Okay. I'm not going opener. I'm going to steal Black Diamond from all of you guys. Oh. Because that to me is more important. There are four songs that could open Kiss that I feel one of them's going to be there for me, and I don't care. So I want oh, Black Diamond. Hold on a second. You're doing the same thing you always do, Zeus. Yeah, you're changing right. the fucking rules, man. You said oh, it's an opening song is first. So you're choosing Black Diamond as an opener. That's the rule. <laughs> no, no, no. I knew I'm this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. I remembered and I asked you. I said, you're okay with us picking things all over the place. Yeah, I never yeah. said that. You said you're asking if you could pick different lineups. Yes. <laughs> we're not going in order opening songs. That's what I thought we were, man. You're opening with Black Diamond. That's the oh, rule. Black <laughs> Diamond. Dude, that's bullshit. Controversy. I had my first pick. Fuck the opener. I want Black Diamond. Well, then so, that's your opening song, then. That's how it works. That's my opening song. It's my closing <laughs> song. You're right. on opening songs. Are All you right. So, in other words... Song? In other words, are you going to force me to? Are we going to go song one, two, song yes. three? That's oh. you said. Put me in the ultimate live set. That's oh. that's what I. That's what Charlie and I signed up for. Not going to fucking change the rules again like you always do. Oh, God, Listen. Charlie, this happens every time, man. This guy is too much. I'll Charlie, put, it, it, gets, what, uh, it gets chaotic here. This is why we love this. If in case you didn't, starting, realize, I'm starting to find this out. Yeah. <laughs> in case you didn't realize, I'm the attorney of the group. And there's no fine print or boilerplate language that says that we have to go in this order, Mr. Jericho. So I feel that I can switch and pick the last song. But you never, you never, listen, man, that's like changing a football draft uh, in the middle of the, of the playoffs. You never said that off the bat. You said there's only four opening songs, so we're all going to pick one. No, I just said that there's four opening songs, really, that you could choose from. Well, then choose one of them, because this is the opening song. <laughs> you're fucking me, because I don't give a shit. All right, fine. If you're forcing me to go under these rules, as a, as a courtesy, because I don't want to be disrespectful to you two, I will go along with this and begrudgingly pick Deuce, which I love. And I'll take Deuce, and you're going to get stuck with Creatures, I assume. No, I, 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 can, I can pick whatever I want. I can pick what, whatever what I want. Been up a Kiss concert with. I can. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. But you're right. We took. You took all the li- All the all the openers. I would take. So I'm stuck. So um, I look. I love Alive Three, and I love Creatures of the Night. So I'm going to take Creatures of the Night as my opener. I knew it. Yeah. So, this, so there's my opener. So now we're going to swing back around to me. I'll pick again. Then Zeus, Chris, Charlie, and back to back. So now, now second yeah. song in our set list. Right. All yes. right. So so song two for me. Um, God, I want to try to put together a good set list here for, for myself and for everybody else. So song two for me, um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Parasite song two. Ooh, it's another Anthrax cover. Yes. That's that's a good one. Exactly. Uh, All right, Zeus. Wow. Oh, do I go with the ultimate second song? But he already took the one that should precede it. Stop thinking so hot. It's Kiss. 
<laughs> All right, fuck it. I, I know it really won't match, but I'm going to take King of the Nighttime World. Oh, all right, nice. All right, back to Chris. When that uh, when I first bought Alive Two, <clears throat> I thought those were two different songs because the way they have it listed in the track is it says Detroit Rock City, then yep. it says King of the Night, then it says Time World. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> have that. that's right. And I didn't yep. know I bought the live. <laughs> so King of the Night was one song, and Time World was the second song. <laughs> Yeah, Paul, Paul was saving that for Time Traveler. That pile. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, God. God. I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with Making Love is number two. Wow. wow. I just wrote that down. All Did right, you Char- really? Okay. Charlie, back to you. You, got back to, you, you, you get back to back picks, Charlie. Um. Uh, so okay, so in my concert, so Detroit Rock City ends, you know. Yep. And then Paul Paul says a little he'll do he'll do a little rap, and he <laughs> say uh, he would say something like, "We've been all around America, and you know." <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've been all around the world, but there's no place I want to be than rocking in the USA. And then, bam, they go into rocking in the USA. Wow. Nice. 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 Wow. Love that song. That's oh, cool. Nice. That's a, that, I like that. That's good. All right. So you got another pick. You got back-to-back picks, and then we kind of swing the draft line around. So you've got rocking in the USA, and now you get your next song. Uh, then we're going to go old school, and we're going to hit it with uh, Got to Choose. Oh, oh nice. nice! There you go. Which I believe was third on the list on Kiss Alive, wasn't it? Yep. Um, nice. For mine is I stole your love uh, with the big crash and burn straight to the riff of making love. Then there's a little bit of a rap where Paul says, "You know that we're so excited. We got a lot of good-looking girls, and you all, you all so, you all so in love with our charisma." Oh yes. <laughs> That's cool. Wow. Oh, that's always been my favorite song off of Dynasty, and I love that album. It's a great tune. Yeah, I just wish the production was different. Yeah. yeah. Who produced that record, Paul? Vinnie Vinny Poncia. Poncia. Yeah, Vinnie Poncia. Yep. He's a New York guy, isn't he? I, I, I you know, I like the way Peter's solo album sounds, oh. but I don't like <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I like it, but I I don't like the way Dynasty sounds. It just yeah. it, it wasn't raw. It sounded like, yeah, uh, I, I just don't like it. Yeah, no, that's that, that's pretty much the complaint. I think people like the songs, but the, yeah, the production's got kind of a couple issues there. But Zeus, yeah, what do you got? Number Freddie, three, Freddie Kramer did it. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah, if Eddie Kramer did that, would have been a beast. So yeah, after song two, Paul jumps in. How you doing, people? <laughs> oh, God. And we're in Boston like us. Boston! Oh, he loves that. I know. And the funny thing is, he when he's in Boston, he always <laughs> likes to tell us that he just left New York, his hometown. And he doesn't get that there's a Boston, New York thing. And he gets booed every time he says it. And he's always caught off guard. Like, what the fuck did I just say? We saw we saw Kiss at the casino in Connecticut. 
which obviously Connecticut's kind of half and half. So he came out. He's like, we just came from New York City. And everyone's like, boo. And he's like, what the fuck? All right. Go ahead. So let me me switch this up a little bit. Let's let's get into some new stuff before all all the good new newer Kiss songs get taken. I want to get some uh, I want to get some girls on the stage. And Paul's going to start going nuts and sing Take It Off. Oh. Wow. wow. That's early for that. Oh, no, no. This is like 90s Paul. Oh, God. Yeah. Excellent, good vocal Paul. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's All right. True. All right. So back to back for me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to keep it old school here. Um, so we open up with Creatures. We turned it over to Gene for Parasite. Now we're going to go to probably my all-time favorite Kiss song. I Stole Your Love is right there, too, but we're going to keep it old school, off a dress to kill. We're going to do Come On and Love Me, number three. Ooh, nice. Um, so that means oh. I, can't use, I can't use that now, right? Correct. That, that's off the board. Yep. Probably my favorite song. All right, so back to me. So I got another pick here. Um, so I'm going to kind of move it into a little bit of the 80s here, so... We're going to go right from Come On and Love Me into, um, let's see here. I want to give something off of this album. So Come On and Love Me was kind of upbeat here, so we're going to slow it down, give it back to Gene, and we're going to do Not for the Innocent off of Lick It Up. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Good All right. Tom. Yep. All right. So back to me. Um, I want full participation by the band i'm going to switch it over i'm going to go off the original album i'm going to go nothing to lose oh yeah beautiful great album yeah chris i'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite paul stanley songs that kiss has never played also from the same record that you took tom going from charisma straight into a million to one oh yeah oh shit good one yeah, he only played that on his uh, when he did his solo tour, so, correct? It was awesome. Yeah, they did a big long uh, solo break at the end with that band that he had. It was killer. Yeah, oh, nice. That was fucking sweet. I know. I don't know why that song didn't become like a hit. I mean, Kiss was kind of, you know, they never released it as a single, did they? No, but I'm saying no. why didn't they? That's kind of what mm-hmm. I meant. It should have been because the song. Yeah, was I agree. Good. It's a great tune. All right, oh, Charlie, we're back to you. You get you get two picks in a row, Charlie. Oh, okay, so uh, fourth song, I'm going to go with my favorite album, Rock and Roll Over, and this is going to be, I got to call out the Dr. Love. Oh, yeah. Ooh, nice. Nice. Then we have a break. Okay. Now Paul's going Paul's gonna to introduce Ace Fraley. He's going to come out and sing Rip It Out. But oh, rip nice. It out, rip, rip It Out goes into his guitar solo. So his guitar smokes after rip it out. Oh, that's great. Perfect. That is that, that, that has, that has by far been one of the, my all time favorite kiss songs. not even solo album, just, just general kiss catalog. That song is insane. It's the great, it's the greatest on that record. Man. The Dre and, and Anton fig is just out of his mind on that album. So yeah, good. Yeah. So good. Anton rules. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, all right, Chris, back to you. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Huh? Um, kind of in the middle of the set, a million to one. Oh my gosh! I want to go super obscure here, but it's it's a, it's a live track. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, 
I'm going to go with Ace is on now too as well, and he's going to bring out some bust out some strange ways. Oh, oh wow! Wow. Okay. And and Ace doesn't have a solo in this, uh, but they do an extended jam solo. Okay. It's like if the Ace does his solo mm-hmm. over top of of the band playing, so it's different from usual. So that's I mean that's where Ace's solo is at. Wow. Ace is jam, yeah. Okay. Zeus. All right. All right. Um, do I go to another guy singing here? I've got to get Gene involved here somewhere before all his songs get taken up. Um, take it up. <laughs> <laughs> Combine two songs in one. <laughs> oh, man. man. Uh, if I take it from Love Gun, Tom will shoot me. No, this is a draft, dude. Come on, t- good. It's it's your thing. Don't worry yeah, about me. Don't worry about him. I'm not, I'm not worried about. It. I'm just speaking out loud. I know, I know, I know. Um, I don't want to get to it too early. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick to the old school. I'm gonna take some of the staples. It's not on their tour now, but they should have it. And that's I'm gonna go with Firehouse. And I want that fucking siren going off because it makes the whole fucking song go. Just like uh, when they did, I think it was the Mike Douglas show, Tom, am I oh, right? Yeah. And that that performance there, oh, legendary. Dude, that, dude, it is so annoying how many fucking classics they leave off the end of the road set list to, for stuff oh. that just doesn't. I know, I know I'm in the minority. I know, I know, Chris, you love that, the end of the road set list, and it is good, but. Well, I just like the fact of playing stuff from all their eras. Yeah, know? no, I, you're right. It makes it look like the last 20 years was shit. Yeah, no, I know, I know. You're right. You're right. All right. So you took Firehouse. So we're back to me. I got back to back picks here. Um, let's see. I'm going to go back to. All right. Well, I haven't taken anything off my favorite album yet. So I'm going to do that right now. Uh, let's see. Charlie and Chris had Ace come out on the stage. So now it's Ace's turn for me. We got a little surprise for you tonight. And, uh, we're going to do shock me and just the greatest, my favorite Ace song personally, my favorite solo of his. And, um, that's when he's going to do all of his guitar charades. So shock me for me there. That's Ace. Um, and then we're going to we're going to kind of move it into the modern era here a little bit. Um, let's do something off of. Let's see, we've had Gene do two songs, Paul do two songs, Ace do a song. Let's go back to Paul and do. Um, no, I don't like that song live. I don't like that song. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go back to the classics here. <laughs> that's what happens you know i try i try and i just can't i just get i just get sucked back in and um i'm gonna go over to i'm gonna go i'm gonna take something off the debut album here i'm gonna go but i'm gonna go with strutter and i'm thrilled that they threw that into the end of the road tour that was an awesome surprise yeah that was cool yep that was good so strutter for me so zeus back to you boy all right my friend so let's uh before there's a big run on all the a stuff I will go with probably my favorite Ace song, and that is Rocket Ride and Solo. Nice. Nice. What a great song. Oh, yeah. That riff is killer. Yeah, I had P- I saw people on Twitter getting into a little Kiss argument today saying that that's Kiss's greatest riff, and I was like, eh, it's great. It's not the greatest. Which tune? 
What's Rocket that? Ride? Rocket, Rocket Ride. Ride. Oh, I don't know if it's the greatest riff. It was pretty cool, though. It's an awesome song for sure. Now you take those Alive 2 songs and you take the best off the solos. Good God, would have that have been a killer album. Oh, no doubt. Between no Love doubt. Gun and, and Dynasty? Oh, man. Nope. All right, Chris, yeah. back, back to you, buddy. What you got? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, After Strange Ways is kind of a mid-tempo jam. Then I'm going to go to um, he- uh, Heaven's on Fire. Oh, okay. There you go. Bring the tempo back up a bit. Yep. Oh, yeah, because Strange Ways, great song, but that's a that's a moody song for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Charlie, we're back to you, my friend, and you got back-to-back songs, two picks in a row for you. Oh, okay. So um, this was the one song that I wish was on a live one. Okay. I... I wish it got that treatment, that sound of it. It's mm-hmm. just a lot alive. Uh, a lot of those songs took on a new life when they did it on that right. record. Totally. And I always felt that the song "All the Way" was oh. um, <laughs> deserved to be on that record because it just has that. Could you imagine if it was on side one, like song? Yeah. Uh, I don't know five. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's it's just such a great Gene song, and I just one of my favorite songs. And we did a cover of it a couple of like a month or two ago. Yes, you did. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, with Joe, with John. Yeah. Hey, Charlie, Charlie's, Charlie's awesome. Deuce and I, Deuce and I sing the praises of that song all the time. That song is amazing. It, yes, that's a great pick for you all the way. Awesome song. Great, great song. Oh, I yep. love it. They Next did that song. on a Kiss cruise, by the way. Yeah, that's the only yeah. time they performed that, and it's actually yeah. they did a great job of it. It's like, what the fuck? Fans would love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yep. I wish. I know. Um, uh, but don't get me wrong; it would only have to be during that time that I want to hear it. <laughs> oh yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may be coming yeah. off as kind of little. You know, <laughs> partial. But uh, so don't the worry. Next song, the next song I want to hear is um, going to be. Wait, did you guys pick All American Man? No, no. no it was right. Yeah. Okay, so Take- that's that is one of my favorite Paul Stanley songs. Nice. Okay, All American Man. And Chris, we're back to you, buddy. All right, I'm going to do uh, uh, War Machine. But with oh. the the Eric Carr intro, don't 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 from uh, uh, uncensored, and that's Regina at the end of it. Breeze the fire. Awesome. Oh. Okay. Okay. Is nice. that is that where he did it? In that? Yeah, okay. that animalized tour. That's what he did. I think that's what he does it now too, isn't it? Did he do it on the end of the road at that time as well? Sure. I think. Forget. He did it after. Um, was it War Machine? I think it's War Machine, or maybe it was it I Love It Loud. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was it's War, it was, War Machine because they have the sirens going on and all that. Yeah. And then everything, the clouds are going up, and then he takes it. Yeah, you might be right. He used to do it with Firehouse, which I will say then that's what I would put on mine too, Chris. You're right. I forgot all about the fire. So that's Firehouse for me, the you know, fire. Do yep. you know who wrote War Machine, Charlie? Uh, I was going to say Desmond Child, but no, it's going to be Brian Adams. Brian Adams, right? And, yep. And his uh, partner Jim Valance, and they gave it to Gene, 
And Gene said, it needs an extra verse. And they're like, no, it doesn't. He goes, yes, it does. And now it says, written by Gene Simmons, Brian Adams, and Jim Valance. Uh, <laughs> we just did Creatures of the Night as an album review. Last right. week. And we just talked about it. No, 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 no. You don't understand. It needs. <laughs> In this story that we read, Jim Valance is like, they were both on the phone like, what the fuck is he talking about? No, it's not complete. <laughs> let, let me ask a question here. Since we have Charlie and you did get to tour with, with Kiss and they were your heroes uh, for many years, so how was that touring with those guys? Were they cool to you? Oh, it was awesome. Um, uh, Gene, Gene knew us prior to that because we had met him once and he was very cool. Like the first day... Our, our dressing room was like theirs was in one side of the hallway and then ours was the other side. And as you can tell by us being such crazy Kiss fans, we never went in our dressing room. We just stayed in the hall waiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and um, like the first week of that tour, Paul just said, you know, just waved and everything really talked to us and the fucking classic story is we were talking with gene this is about a week or two into the tour and my nephew frankie of course we're talking to gene and and he says to gene you know paul he doesn't talk to us he just sees us in like a wave like what's wrong he's got an attitude or he, he just doesn't like it. he doesn't He's like, he just doesn't like us, or is he being an asshole? As he's saying this, Paul comes walking up. He's like, <laughs> and Gene goes, wait, 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 Paul, the guys want to know why you're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was it. it. It broke the ice. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> that is great. Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> Now, Charlie, you toured with them. It was the Crazy Nights tour. Did you guys ever tour with them for anything else other than Crazy Nights? Yeah, we they, uh, we did some festivals together in Europe. That's right. That's right. Um, and uh, did I play with them? Yeah, well, then we played uh, the Chicago Open Air. Like that. Yep. Okay. Years. I'm there on that too, right? Yeah. That, that was that was such an awesome show. Uh, during the show, they they bring like someone up. Uh, and they were like, would would uh, would your daughter like to come up and just you know blah 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 dance with Paul a little bit? And I'm like, without even asking her, I'm like, yes, yes, let's <laughs> go, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. They were great. They were great that night too. Very yeah. cool. That's awesome. Okay, sorry, I just went out. Oh, no, I brought it on. Who's who big is it? Uh, I Zeus, you're up. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. So we're going to. Uh, this is favorite kind of favorite songs. If we could pick a live album, I would kill to hear them play. And they never would, but nowhere to run off of Killers. Oh, oh that's wow. one. Of, that is one of the greats. I love I, that song. I hate that that song got buried on Killers. So that it never got the push that it deserved. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's cool. All right. So back to me, back to back songs. Okay. I am going to go with, um, I'm a big, I, I know this, the album takes a beating and some of it, it deserves the beating that it gets, but there's a couple songs on here that I like. Um, and I would love to see them try to pull this off live, but, uh, that is the oath off of music from the elder. Great, <laughs> great drumming in that oh, song. by Yeah. Eric. It, it, yeah. Uh, 
Eric, Eric is a monster on that. I mean, I know he gets all the credit for Creatures because Creatures is a better album than The Elder, but um, yeah, that, uh, he's just spectacular on that. So then we're going to... So like Tom, isn't that another one they played on the cruise a few years ago, The Oath? I. They played I, I think. Oh, yeah, not, no, I think they no, played no, The they, Oath. They, 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 they yeah. No, they did play. Okay. You can find it online. Now, okay. maybe if Tom comes on this cruise again, Chris, yeah. maybe they will play it in front of him too. I Let's doubt go. it. They're not taking any chances anymore. <laughs> Please. All right. So I got one more pick. So we're going to go to Gene. Everybody's got Gene breathing the fire and everything. Um, we're going to bring it. We're going to make pick probably the newest song that anybody has taken here. Uh, and that is unholy. Ah, you're going to take it. I can't believe it lasted this long. Every time you're on it, you always snatch that. I know, from but me. I'm trying to think of the set. You don't have it on too early. If it's going to be a big effect with it. I know. Right? I know. No, you're right. You're right. So the unholy, that is my eighth pick. Oh, what does he do? Does, does he do anything during it? Yeah, that's his fire. That's that's oh, what that's he does. Fire. That's his fire. Yep. Yep. Well, if that's the case, then I'm going to do this before it's going to be a run on it. I'm going to take God of Thunder, and he's doing blood. Ah, okay. all right. I mean, I love the song. And the way they set it up now live with him going up top, and then when he finally goes, oh, yeah, and then all of a sudden the drums start going, and you got the lightning bolt and everything going on, the special effects, and he's up on high. I, I still, it gives me chills, man. It brings me back to when I was a little kid, and there's Gene Simmons. It's got a thunder. Holy shit. I fucking love it. Love yeah. it. It's a song that's just so much better live. I mean, the studio album, the studio version on Destroyer is fun with all the effects and everything, but the live, you can't can't beat the live version. Chris, what do you got? Well, um, I'm going for uh, 100,000 years. And not, A, because I love the song, by the way. It's top 10 for me. But here, really? the, Charlie and, and Mike Porter and I did this when we had our, we had a Beatles reunion tour. And there's no there's no rules. What ifs? What ifs? The Beatles are we're still around, and they can do whatever they want. So in this hundred thousand years, we do uh, like a Doobie Brothers thing where there's a three way drum solo between Ooh. Peter, Chris, Eric Carr, and Eric Singer. <laughs> wow! Okay. Three kits, and they all move around, and they they can one one kit one throne goes to the other guy's kit, and they cross in the air, and they high five as they go, and there's a bunch of cool <laughs> shit going on. All right, that's creative. I'll take that. That's pretty awesome. I just thought of that right now. Hey, that's like good. That. That's good. That'd be cool, though, right, Charlie? That'd be fun. I like that. That would be awesome. Hey, cool. real quick, quick segue before Charlie takes his back-to-back picks. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because we know your time is valuable. We just, we just, like Zeus said, we just did Creatures of the Night review last week, and I took a boatload of shit because in my, I like Creatures of the Night. It's a good out. Al- it's a great album. Every Kiss album is great for the most part, but. We, when we rank the albums, I said that I personally enjoy Asylum more than Creatures of the Night, and I got bludgeoned on social media. <laughs> I Chris, agree. you agree with me? I think Creatures of the Night is a great record, but I think that people like it so much because of it had kind of um, came out after all those kind of really poppy, crappy albums in a way. Yeah. When you start getting to like, you know, Killer and Rock and Roll Hell and Saint and Sinner, they're pretty stock. Well, I think that that Asylum, most of those songs are pretty killer, uh, especially when you look at them thirty years later. Yeah, I just said that I think it's I think they're mediocre songs covered up with over the top drum production. The, the songs sound good, but they're just not good songs, if that makes sense. But I would say too, though, that besides the the first record, that they they still play more songs from Creatures live than any of the other records, right? Because they still do four from Creatures, I think. 
They do. Well, they do. Uh, yeah, they do War Machine. I love it loud. Um, well, up until a certain point, they were still oh, doing yeah, creatures yeah. that I still loved you a few years ago, right? So, yeah. Now, yeah. Charlie, you being a drummer, I got to think that you love cre- you love Creatures of the Night. Charlie, talk some sense into them. Creatures of the Night is so much better than Asylum. Please tell me you agree. Well, I don't even know. I, I can't even talk about it because I've never really heard Asylum. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> so I couldn't even. Yeah, but uh, if there's one thing about Creatures, it's the cover. That's that's great. Oh, the yeah. cover is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I once said that I would, back in the day, I would buy a Kiss album with nothing inside, just the cover. <laughs> <laughs> True story. And, I'd, and I would still say this is the greatest album they ever did. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so that quick segue. So, Charlie, we're back to you. Back-to-back picks. You got two picks in a row, buddy. Oh, okay. So Gene is going to uh, blow the fire for uh, this song, Flaming Youth. Oh, great. Wow. All right. Nice. My uniform is leather. Yes, it is. <laughs> Come on. All right. The, the lyrics in that, man. Oh, and then, um, and then we're going to follow it up with Mr. Speed because it's just – it's a it's one of those songs that just gets overlooked and it's a great Paul song. Yeah, it really is. That should have been on a live too for sure. Absolutely. Charlie you're, Charlie, you're taking all the songs that Zeus and I love. So this is great. We all have very similar tastes with when it comes to classic kiss. But you're right. We all say Mr. Speed, how was that song not a hit? But uh, that's a, that's an argument we all we, we all have. Chris, back to you. Okay. Um I gotta think about this for a second because there's a lot of great tunes that are still left, but trying to put together the proper live set here. So I will go with after one hundred thousand years. Um, I'll go because uh, that's got the long drum solo. I'll go into uh, I'll go into lick it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> with the version that they do now with the won't get fooled again uh, middle part. Okay. So you, you like that they add that? I love that. Okay. Yep. Zeus, th- Zeus, Chris and Charlie are taking all of your songs. <laughs> I didn't, like, I thought that I could sneak by. I'm like, they're not going to take Mr. Speedy. That's a deep cut. And they're probably fatigued of Lick It Up. But that those two songs. I, I think I, Lick, it, Lick It Up has become like, uh, like Fear of the Dark from Iron Maiden, as in it was an okay song on the record, but live they've transformed it into one of the centerpieces of the show. I yep. feel the same way about Lick It Up, even when we just saw that show in Dubai with all the lasers. And I don't know if you've seen it lately, Charlie, but they, they break it down to that middle part from Won't Get Fooled Again with the big drum part, the big scream. And it just it really fits. I, I really dig that. It's one of my favorite parts of the show now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay. I, I agree. Much better live. Yeah. Have you ever seen the the family guy with the with the dog driving around in the van and he's got a Hummer? <laughs> And since he buys the Hummer, every channel that he's on plays Lick It Up. So he can't go anywhere without Lick It Up on because that's what a Hummer guy would have on. It's fucking fucking brutal. But the song is, that just chorus, that's Paul at his best. How fucking catchy is it? Just just simple, something simple as Lick It Up. And Mm -hmm. he knows how to do it. Um, All right. Good, good catch there, Chrissy. I definitely had that. You know, right here on my list there next. Nice. All right. So I go newer. Um, what is something I you know what I'm gonna take? Um I'm gonna 
No, I'll skip it because I don't. I know Tom won't take it, and I don't want to go back to back Gene because I don't think that ever really happens. Um, oh, I'm fucked here now. Um, Come oh, on, okay. Take one that you reminded me of, Chris. Wow. Uh, I'm going to take a song right off that album as well. And I don't think they played it live. They might have for a little bit. And that is All Hell's Breaking Loose. Wow, cool. I fucking love that riff. Nice. I love it. And uh, Vinny kills on it. Even the solo, it's a, it's a fucking catchy. Yeah, that is, that is a good tune. That cool little harmony on that, that's really pretty killer. Yeah, and they and they beat Anthrax to the punch between the rap metal stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's good true. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul's cool. He is the breeze. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> he was the breeze. <laughs> well, right, you better be wearing your mask, Tom. That's all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna. So we just finished Unholy. We're gonna go back old school here. We haven't heard from uh, Peter yet because again, this is fantasy world. So we're gonna have Peter take over and my favorite Peter song oh. off of my favorite album, oh. and that is Hooligan off a of Love Gun. <laughs> He's we'll my guy, and that song sucks. Oh, that song does it's not suck. Cool. Dare you? Is the worst fucking title for song. It's just just so stupid, dude. He won't. Go to, he won't. Dude, he won't go. He, he won't go to school again. And if he had I, I mean, come on. Rhymes with hooligan. School hooligan. Exactly. Hooligan. So stupid. And I think Peter's my guy, but it's just. But right. good one, Tom. All right, so then after Hooligan, we're going to uh, we'll, we'll slow it down a little bit. You're going to hear the acoustic intro, um, and then we're going to go right into Rock Bottom off of Dress to Kill. Oh, uh, you took that. Ooh, a steal. All right. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> it's okay. It's rock okay. Bottom. Sorry, Charlie. Rock <laughs> Bottom, Tom? Yep. Zeus back. Right from Dress to Kill. Well, I'm going to go early stuff uh, as well, and uh, I am going to take what I think is their kick-ass performance off of um uh winterland and that's watching you live oh Oh, great the original kiss not alive three i'm talking winterland that black and white them doing it oh it looks so and sounded so heavy for that time period what you you're nodding your head charlie so what do you think oh i'm in agreement i think it's awesome one of my favorite songs because it's just so, oh my gosh, it's just the best watching you on the live. It's just crushing. Yeah. Yeah. That Winterland she concert. He sings the shit out of that too. That Winterland yeah. concert in black and white. Gene is so menacing the way that camera kind of pans up to him kind of up close. And he just looks like, oh, it's just, it's yeah, the best. It makes you feel like you're like, this is my band. They are so fucking badass and, yep. and just different. Yep. And it's funny because, you know, I know they were jumping around a lot and there was a lot of mistakes. But uh, for me, it's like watching that. It's always I, I thought they were playing great, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yep. and again, P- Peter back then, untouchable. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Peter was Peter was amazing in those early albums. I mean, Zeus and I are huge fans of Peter to begin with. But yeah, he was he was he nailed it back then. Chris, yeah. over to you. Um, I had two choices for the blood song and uh, watching you was one since you took it. It's probably Kiss's heaviest song. I bet you Charlie's never even heard it. It's from uh, Carnival of Souls. I'm going to go hate 
Yes. Um, and at the end of it, there's going to be a crash and burn, and Trip G's going to spit that fucking blood all over the place. Love it. Damn. Have you heard that song, Charlie? <laughs> I don't know that song. I, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. It's really heavy. I think you'll like it. The drums are killer on it. I'm it's when they're on my on my thing and get it, dial it in, and play. Yeah, check, check it. It's, it's when they're going through their like. Uh, we want to be heavier than grunge phase, and it's yeah. super like. I think you'll like it. Okay. It's uh, it's a little Alice in Chains, like that okay. era of grunge. Not so much. Like Gene so- singing super. Hate yeah. what I am. It's super like. Oh! Eric's Eric's <laughs> Eric Singer is a friggin' monster on that Which song. Right, yeah. so, I will say this to both of you, Chris and Tom. You guys are saying about creatures being kind of dark and heavy versus the asylum. Like you know, it's more fun. Kiss. Yeah, you both love creatures. Isn't that a dark song uh, album? Yes. It is. Yeah. Sure. Of course it is. I agree. No, you're right. You're right. And and somebody came at me on Twitter with that too. And and and, and you're right. I guess it is kind of a, a kind of double talk because I'm like. Creatures of the Night, ah, you know, it's a dark album. You know, they could be, you know, rock and roll, hell, sinner, war, <laughs> killer, <laughs> danger. Everything is like a freaking apocalypse album. Yeah, but that's true. You know, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I, I, I think I look at it differently because I know what they were trying to do on, on Carnival of Soul. But, you know, that being said, uh, Charlie, back to you. Back to back picks, two picks in a row for you, buddy. Uh, okay, so the next one is going to be towards the end of the set. They're going to have they're going to do a long song here, and we're going to do she. Um, oh yes, yes. Um, because she walks by moonlight. Um, it was such a great riff, and I, I think this is one of the more funkier Kiss songs, like for back then. You know, yeah, it's got a groove um, to it. Yep, great groove, and Peter uses cowbell in it, and. Uh, Gene has that breakdown section with Peter, and it's like it's it's a it's a drummer and bass player's dream that section. Yeah. You know? um, and the so version and, and the version on "Kiss My Ass" that you guys did is just oh so good. That was so much fun doing it because they were there, you know. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they sang the backups, of course, and uh, spent like two or three days with them in the studio, and it was. One of those times where you just like pinch yourself and this is going on right now. So, <laughs> That's great. I, right. I purpose I, I purposely wanted to do like a hundred takes of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. We're gonna need more studio time. Uh, <laughs> no. And then um I haven't had a Peter Chris uh vocal yet. So now we're gonna do a song that Peter did outside of KISS and he's gonna play it with KISS and it's called Baby Driver. Great. Ooh. Oh yes. All right. That is a the end. The the end of that song, the way he just kind of ad libs. Yep. And he's screaming, and Peter had that great raspy voice, man. You sure did. That I feel that constantly, Charlie. That's the thing about Peter. That nothing to lose. Black black diamond. You can't like God and all right. Eric Singer can can kind of do it. Eric Carr can kind of do it. They don't, you know. Maybe drum wise, they can play better than Peter, but they don't have that voice. Mm-hmm. And and it's, it, it, it is, was just. It is interesting though that all three drummers kind of had a similar kind of gruff voice. I thought that was yeah. kind of interesting. Well, obviously yeah. Peter's is the best, no doubt about it. But when both of the Eric sing it, it's in the same wheelhouse. I just thought that was another kind of. 
I wonder if that had any bearing when they hired those guys that they could sing that way. Yeah, no, it's an interesting uh, c- connection between the three of them. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you're Chris, you're up. Uh, now it's the end of the set, so I'm going to do what Kiss does and, and, and stack it with hits. So it's uh, Love Gun right now with Paul flying into the crowd. <laughs> Well, is he pleading for them to come out there? Like, if they want him? Say my name! <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Say Paul! Paul? <laughs> All right, oh, Zeus, over good. to you. All right. God, man. You know, it's great. that This band is so cool that I'm just like, I could go anywhere still. I can go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get that too many bands. Um, I'm going to probably try to take something that, you know, this is a, a dream, a, a wish, you know, no, 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 I'll, I'll take it back. You guys are talking about Peter stuff. And another one is, is this might be my favorite Peter song it, other than the, the ones that everyone knows. And that is mainline off no, of hotter than hell. I love that I song. That on my list. Yep. Yeah. And, I'm always wondering that. Do you think they were writing about drugs? Because I, I mean, Paul wrote yes. it. Peter sang it. That's what you think Paul is. was talking about mainline as drugs in '74. That was kind of the thing everyone was doing back then, wasn't it? Mainline. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, I've never. I put it this way: me personally, I've never heard the term other than referencing drugs. So I don't know. I mean, it's just well. The lyric is, uh, you know that it's easy, so come on and please me. I want you. Yep, exactly. There you go. Just <laughs> that and Cole Gin, and you got Gene and Paul singing both of those songs, right? right. And, and, yeah, they're, and, and they're the clean ones. Yep. <laughs> but Paul right. wasn't so clean back then, though. Paul drank a bit. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he did. Right. fucked up on that hotter than hell shit that they did. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little fucked up. <laughs> I'm drinking like was he drinking Harvey's Bristol cream? Yeah. <laughs> Harvey's Bristol cream. Holy shit! I haven't heard that name. Wow. Kiss, you know why? Because Kiss drinks Harvey's Bristol cream because they want the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I got back-to-back picks. So I got my so we're at number eleven here. So I'm gonna throw another one off of uh, off a of love gun because they did play this on a live too, uh, and that is gonna be Christine sixteen. Hmm. I love the sound of that song from Love Gun. It's oh. just, there's a style to that song and the sound that makes that song work. Yep. Um, and Peter snare drum is ah oh, so good. Best. So good. It was so good that Tone, Tone Woke sampled it. That's right. That's absolutely right. Yep. Uh, all all right. right. So, so song number 12 for me. So this will be the last the, the last song before they then come back for their little three-song encore. So they're going to end. They're going to do their phony ending here with the crowd, and they're going to end with um, – where, where the hell was it? Uh, they're going to end with Do You Love Me. Oh, great song. Yep. So that's going to be kind of like the the phony ending there. Are they going to have like the montage behind them, Tom, with all the f- various members like they do now on the end of the road? Yeah, I like that they do that. I think that's kind of cool. I think it's pretty that. cool, too. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, somehow it worked out to me since this is my last song before 
the yeah. encores, I have to take the song that Chris yelled at me I wasn't allowed to take. Dude, it wouldn't be a draft with Chris if we weren't getting berated. <laughs> <laughs> the probably greatest Kiss song of all time. You know how Kiss always gets made fun of, Charlie? Like, you know, critics and other things. I always said, like, if I wanted to shut any critic up or anybody else about this, I would say, take this song and go listen to this song and listen to them play this live and tell me that Chris, uh, that Kiss is a joke. And that's Black Diamond. I would be like, fuck you. That's yep. my band. And I'll yeah. put them up with against anybody. Agreed. So Black, Black Diamond comes off my list. Black Diamond comes <laughs> off the list. Sorry, comes off all of our lists. I was going to choose a second just to be a dick, but I'm like, you can't put Black Diamond second. <laughs> well, that's why I thought this was strategy, like a fantasy draft. Like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to take a quarterback first. Oh, I'm going to take a running, like, you know. So <laughs> this is working out good, though. It's forced us to have to plan it out, like yeah. you would a proper set. You know, yep. you're right, yep. Chris. You're right. Okay, Chris, over to you. Twelve, right? Twelve. Yeah. Um. Let's see, Paul's up there. I'm going to go. I'm going to keep keep the tandem together the way they're doing it. It's love going straight into I was made for loving you. Oh, nice. Excellent. Oh, shit. Yeah, because doesn't he do that? He gets stranded out there. Yeah. Yeah, and they're flying back. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, I know that Gene doesn't dig that song, and maybe a lot of people don't. That's still one of the best bass lines in Kiss history. That's so fucking cool. I, 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 I were all doing that shit. Rod Stewart, the Stones, they were all doing those disc yeah. And they're all killer too. The yeah, they're, all, they're all famous. We all know their big disco songs. So yeah. you know they're laughing at everybody else. So yep. I'm sorry, Tom. I cut you off. No, you I was saying? just going to say I I love I love the Dynasty version, but I love the live yeah. hard rock, especially the version on the live three. What those yes. guys? Oh, it's unbelievable! Unbelievable. All right, Charlie, we're back to you. You get two songs in a row. You're 12 and 13. Okay, so Baby Driver. I forgot to say this: that it ends with a drum solo. Nice. Um, okay. And they have a big crescendo at the end. Peter, Chris on the drum. Down. Nice. <laughs> light, light, lights go out, and then a, a spotlight hits Paul, and he starts playing the intro to Tonight You Belong to Me. Oh, wow. Oh, and, so nice. And he, he does a little guitar thing in the beginning, like he used to do on Black Diamond, you know? Still does. And then the whole band, the band comes in and they play Tonight You Belong to Me. and he ends it with tonight you belong to us, blah blah blah. And he ends that. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh that 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 song is so friggin' spectacular. I love that song. Oh great. All right. so, th- so then we go um, back to so, so now if you if you if you're doing like a three song encore like Kiss sometimes does. So now we're at number thirteen for you, Charlie. Right. So they go off the stage. They, yep. They're finished. Now right. Gene Gene just comes back and he starts playing a little bass thing. And then he starts doing this back and forth with uh, with Peter. So Gene's like, dun, dun, and Peter goes, but up, and he goes, dun, dun, <laughs> and then they eventually go into love him, leave him. Nice, oh, awesome, <laughs> fuck, I love that song. Oh my god, that song rocks. And that whole video, we didn't even know it existed. We're in college at this time, yep. and we have uh, Kiss Extreme close up. And then that video, we used to sit there while our friends are all into grunge and stuff. And we got into it, too, and your music and stuff. And here we go. We fucking start imitating the video. He's going back and forth like this, kicking out his leg. 
fucking awesome. Makes yep. me like the song so much better. Great. Oh, no, love it. no doubt. Chris. All right. Mine's uh, starts uh, similar to Charlie's where it goes black and then Paul comes out with just his guitar and he does a little bit of a solo thing. And then he hits every morning. I raise my head and I'm thinking oh. of days gone by. I want you. Oh, okay. then we got to evacuate the stage area. That's playing. Yeah, we'll save that story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. 13 for me. Yep. All right. Um, no, I'm not going to pick burn, bitch, burn. Why not? All right. Do we, I, I don't know if I can do this because I feel I'm, I, I feel like. Um, I'm going to be stealing this from Chris. I don't think it got th- this era got too much recognition in my pick. So I'm going to pick what we've called Tom is the best song from kiss kind of like a happy summer kind of relaxing oh. with a cookout party song. Steal it from Chris. Turn on the night. I go. fucking wow. love that song. I love yep. it. Agreed. It's such a great catchy fucking Paul Stanley hook in chorus. Yep. That, that's the shit that I, I've said, if I had my life dependent on it, and I need somebody to come up with a riff or something that I will like, or I will die. I put my faith in Paul Stanley to do it more than anybody in the world. I, I just feel yeah. he, he just, that's the music that I like. And I trust him to give it to me. Now okay. he might give me, hold me, touch me fucking, Bang, bang me Brutal. in the fucking ass too. I don't know, but uh, you know, I will take turn on the night and other shit. So Brutal. that's my pick there. All right. So for me, so we had, do you love me? The, the lights go down, it's quiet. And then you just hear this menacing sound. Sounds like, sounds like demon. You don't know what's going on. All of a sudden Gene comes out and the band rips into radioactive. Oh, cool. Love nice. that song. Love that song. By far, obviously, the best song off, off of Gene's solo album. A lot of people hate that album. I don't, but that's okay. Um, so then we go from Radioactive into, um, again, this is our dream set. So this is something that, you know, who knows if you if this is based in reality. Most of it's not. They finish Radioactive. And then, because they when they do their three-song trifecta encore, they kind of mix it up in the middle there. You know, the, the, the closer is the closer. But we're going to turn the mic back to Paul Stanley, and they're going to do Sure Know Something. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> I love that. I had that on my list originally. Yep. There's another one with the video, Tom. When we oh. saw that video, oh. I, that video is fucking how hard. How wasted is Peter Chris in that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes are like half. He can't open them. Yep. Andy Andy Beersack from Blackville Bride says that terrorized him when he was a child. He said he'd never seen such dead eyes on a human being. <laughs> what? Oh my god! But even like even like just the groovy part of the song, he just, he just looks stoned out of his mind. Yeah. Oh yeah, coming oh, totally. along, smile yep. on his face, eyes yep. closed. Great song, Tom. All right, all right, Zeus. So we're going with. What's our favorite and what's our catchy? And this is a dream concert yep. for me. A song just as catchy as "Turn on the Night," but now in the middle era of the of the Kiss era, my favorite song off a of Paul Stanley solo album. 
I'm going to go with It's All Right. I mm, fucking nice. love that song. Love that song. Catchy as hell. Rocker right in the middle of his uh, album. I wish it was on a, on, on a regular studio album, but It's All Right for me. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Me too. All right. Chris. Um, I need another Gene song. And the one that's left that I really love that kind of fits perfectly here uh, is Domino. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's right. Awesome. You yeah, got to shake your hand when he's playing that? Does he have a shake in his hand? Yeah, he's drinking. Well, Paul's playing bass, so Gene can drink <laughs> yeah. the shake. And, and, uh, <laughs> did, I don't know if you've ever seen that video, Charlie, but the video is Gene driving around the city while the band plays, and it's Bruce Kulik on guitar, and they have Paul on bass for the ultimate slap in the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the video yeah. The video is ridiculous. Gene yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, Paul's picking up chicks that aren't old enough to vote, you know? Yeah. <laughs> As the song goes, you know. All right, Charlie, this is the end of your set list. Song 14 and then the finale. You got the number. Uh, you got the pick. You want it. It's yours. Um, I have I have Cold Gin written down here, but I don't know if that's taken already. No. Nope. No one has oh. taken it. So you got Cold Gin. Oh, awesome. And, that's and now such you... a great live song. Wait, 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 wait. You got to let Chris kind of give a little bit of uh, the Paul Stanley Cold Gin rap here. Do you got it? Here's something funny. I, I just listened to Kiss Alive on uh, on Spotify the other day. Mm-hmm. It goes straight from rock bottom. Is it rock bottom into cold gin? Yeah. Straight from rock bottom into cold gin. Cold gin! Now, the whole no rap? rap is gone. No! It's gone. It's, it, it, the whole, you know, it, I saw some people backstage before. And now I'm drinking tequila. Please, please, please. Yes, that's all gone. I don't know where the hell it is. It's crazy. Damn. You guys can find it. How do you? How are you going to know what to cool off with to drink when you're really? Uh, Juice. No, Chris. I think it was you who said it. Like you could tell Paul doesn't drink if he thinks that tequila is something to cool you off. (laughs) You know, like. When I first started getting into vodka, I, I started drinking vodka and orange juice just because Paul made it sound so cool on Kiss Alive. Damn. All right, so Charlie, cool. what's your finale? This is it for you, the end of the show. What do you got? Rock and roll all night and party every day. There you go. All right. <laughs> awesome, man. All right. That worked out perfect. You got to pick your you got to pick your opener and your closer. So that worked out excellent. So we're Chris, you got your closer now, buddy. I also had rock and roll night, but since I couldn't, my backup was the legit last song on Kiss Alive, which is Let Me Go Rock and Roll, the live version, which is, they played that uh, the last time I saw them uh, uh, on, maybe not the the one that I just saw in in March, but the original, they they did two legs. The first leg of the end of the road tour, they did Let Me Go Rock and Roll, and it's got that, the bass, and it's, it's a really cool jam, so if I couldn't have rock and roll night, I'm taking Let Me Go Rock and Roll for my finish. That's a song that I'm, I've never really been a huge fan of, but they played it live on the on the end of the yeah. road. When we saw them at the be, at the beginning and the end of the road, and I thought Tommy just absolutely burned it up. It on was that. great. Yeah, he's great, man. Anybody yeah. that bags on him doesn't yep. understand guitar playing. Yep, professional. He's a professional. Yes, exactly. Yep. Paul doesn't have to worry. Is he going to show up? Yeah. Can he handle this? Is he going to get this? If my fucking guitar is down, can he pick it up? Like in and pick up the you know where I left off. He's awesome. I think I think it's another reason why they play say yeah. Not only the fact is it the best song from the last you know two or three records, but at least Tommy gets to play something that he actually played, and that yeah. means something. I, th- I think that means a lot. No, it's and it's great point. too. I almost picked it for my set as well, but it's a good point. So right. I've Zoom got a pick. 
Yeah, I got to pick a, a song that there's two songs I can think of, but I don't want them. And that's God gave rock and roll to you and shouted out loud who were named after Tom, but I'm not a fan of them. <laughs> <laughs> you need a good ending though, man. You got to pick something I for know, the end. And I'm trying to think what makes a good ending. I have my ending and I hope you don't take it, but go ahead. Um, I don't know what the fuck I can end on. Um, it's not going to be then she kissed me. Um, oh. You know what? I love this song and I should have taken it earlier, but I, I can see it kind of being a closer. Maybe. And that's off of Love Gun. And that's tomorrow and tonight. Oh, fuck. That was, nice. that was going to be my closing, you bitch. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, I thought there was no chance of somebody taking that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great anthem song. And, it's good ending, yeah. and it gets lost in the shuffle. And they, don't, they haven't really been performing it at all. And I don't know when was the last time they performed it. But oh. tomorrow and tonight, I, I guess that's the only one. Well, you got the two other ones, the obvious God gave rock and roll and shout it out loud. I don't know. I'm gonna throw a curveball here because my goal in this podcast is to annoy people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I know shout it, shout it out loud is way too obvious. It's just it's just way too obvious. And God gave rock and roll to you is, is not a good song. So so I am going to go, I am gonna go <laughs> I am gonna go. Modern Era Kiss. Zeus, you know I love this song. The album sucks, but I fucking love this song. And I t- and Zeus is laughing because he knows I'm going to take it. They are going to end the show with I Pledge Allegiance to the State of oh. Rock and Roll. Oh, God. Dude, you know what's funny is that if all the other ones were gone, because I wouldn't have taken Shout It Out Loud either or God Gave, I would. I was thinking of I Pledge this, uh, Allegiance to the State of Rock and Roll. I knew I, knew I could count on Chris to support me. <laughs> Charlie it's probably, it's probably the only other good song on Psycho Circus besides Psycho Circus. And, and oh, Charlie I love Raise Your Glasses. I love that. When you win your next belt, that's what needs to raise your glasses. <laughs> That needs to be your theme. It should be every high school championship game team football team's video. That fucking song. Dude, I so think catchy. I pledge allegiance to the state of now. Granted, the lyrics, but it's Kiss. It's, it's a great. It's a great tune. It's a celebration type of song. Will be great with the confetti and everything. I'm in. Be great. Be great. I'm it's in. a parody song. Like the, it's so. But it's Kiss. It's of course it's a parody. It's Kiss. How many people believe in rock and roll? I, I don't. No, I do. Hey, I don't believe in it. So I'll see you later, Paul. Like, let me come on. Just, sometimes it's just come on, Charlie. Give me a break. I think Charlie's sitting there going, ah, I, don't, "I don't know that song. I don't. I don't know. I don't know Psycho Circus." <laughs> I don't. You didn't buy Psycho Circus when it came out, Charlie? The reunion album. I think I did, but I don't remember that song. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, this isn't the original band. There's no fucking It's not band. Peter Chris on drums. No, yeah. it's not. It's and not. That's not it. This isn't this is bullshit. Yeah. Tom, I thought you were gonna take Take Me Down Below. I love that song. I thought you were gonna take that off a monster. That's when you said that, I'm like, oh shit, he's not doing that. So should we all should we read out our whole set Please? then? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Charlie, you're Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I, think I, I, think the Beatles one too. <laughs> I think I have Charlie's set. If you want me to try to read it, yeah, tell me it, yeah. something, guys. He has. Yeah, you, you got it, Charlie. Uh, tell me if I'm just go down the line. I have Detroit, right? Yep. Rocking in the USA. Got to choose Doctor Love. Rip it out all the way. 
all American man, uh, flaming youth, Mr. Speed, she, baby driver, tonight you belong to me, love him, leave him, cold gin, rock and roll all night. Nice. That's it. Good. Awesome. Chris, Chris, what you, what do you got? Uh, I had, I stole your love, making love, charisma, a million to one, strange ways with Aces solo, heavens on fire, war machine with Gene's fire, one hundred years with my triple three way drum solo, <laughs> <laughs> lick it up with the won't get fooled again middle section, hate with Gene's blood, love gun with Paul flying out, I was made for loving you. Encore, I want you. Domino, let me go rock and roll. All right. So I've got Deuce, King of the Nighttime World, Take It Off, Nothing to Lose, Firehouse, Gene Breathes Fire, Rocket Ride, Guitar Solo, Nowhere to Run, God of Thunder, Blood, All Hell's Breaking Loose, uh, Watching You, Mainline, I guess I could say Drum Solo there, Black Diamond, Turn on the night. It's all right. Tomorrow and tonight. Nice. Good. I got uh, Creatures of the Night, Parasite, Come On and Love Me, Not for the Innocent, Shock Me with Ace Solo, Strutter, The Oath, Unholy with Gene Fire, Hooligan, Rock Bottom, Christine 16, Do You Love Me? Uh, Then we get the encore with Radioactive, Show No Something, and I Pledge Allegiance to the State of Rock and Roll. <laughs> those are awesome. Those are awesome set lists. So, Charlie, what we do whenever we have a draft, we always put these out on Twitter. We'll tag we'll tag you on Twitter. We put them All out. Right. We let it. We let everybody vote and see who's got the best set list. So, we'll we'll do that probably on uh, next week. When so the episode will drop on Saturday. Our episodes okay. drop on Saturday. We'll tag you in that, and uh, then we always put a poll that's episode related uh, the following Monday. And we let everybody look at the set list, vote, and comment, and pick them apart, and do all that kind of cool stuff. Oh, cool! So yeah. you have all you have all my information, right? Uh, yep, absolutely. we got it all. Absolutely, okay. yeah, yeah, awesome. Yep. We do. Oh, this this was fun. Awesome, Charlie. Thank you so much. This is huge. I mean, I got to tell you right now, me and my roommate. I told I told him he's been on the show a couple of times. I said I said we call him Murph. I'm like Murph, you're not going to believe who we got coming on. Do you remember? Do you remember we used to listen to? And I sent him the link to. Ethel Nickafessen off of Among the Living. <laughs> that song, we used to listen to that whole album all the time. Wow. And uh, it's just that whole album was great. So this is just a, a just so cool that you're a huge Kiss fan um, and that you came on here. And Chris, obviously, we love having you on always too. So thank it's you. Funny, well, yeah. I've been, go ahead, Charlie. No, I was going to say thanks to Chris. He's, yeah, that's uh, awesome. You know. I've been wearing this shirt because this hoodie because it's cold outside here in Florida. I was not trying to be a keener. Actually, I've been wearing this the last couple of days. <laughs> Love awesome. it. Charlie gave this to me in Nuremberg after a night where I, uh, me and their guitar player, John, basically destroyed our WWE catering after we uh, had too much to drink. <laughs> Dude, that, that night was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was a great night. It was. Hey, Charlie, I just want to add, you're, you and Chris as well, and I said this last time, Chris, you were on with Bruce. I, you know, thank you to both you guys. You guys have been so creative during this pandemic. Yeah, and absolutely. Out with stuff and new videos. People out there, you know, I know everybody will say anthrax. Everybody knows and loves anthrax. But check out what you're what Charlie's doing on his YouTube page and stuff. All the like um, 
other members and musicians that you're doing these new songs with all the time. Fucking awesome. You did wow, uh, thank you. Chloe uh, Dancer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is our wheelhouse too. And we fucking love that. We just did a an album review of singles and we we love that song. And you well, played song. a lot of the instruments, not just drums. No, I did. I played piano, guitar, whatever. Um, uh, me and Chris always talk about Mother Love Bone. We yeah. love Mother yes. Love Bone. Yes. Yeah. Chris should be playing him in a movie. I see a lot of <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I see a lot of resemblance there. I'm telling you, you're going to pull it off. Yep. <laughs> no, but but Charlie, just to echo what Zeus said, you're right. You guys keeping us entertained during this, being creative and doing all sorts of different things with all different genres of music. It's great. Uh, and again, we can't thank you guys enough, Chris, for uh, you know having Charlie on to join us and have just a, a great time talking Kiss. We, we appreciate it so much, guys. Thank you thank both. You. It's awesome. been awesome. Thank you, man. Love thank you guys, guys, man. This was thank awesome. You. Thank, thank you. you. Good to see you, Charlie. Take care, buddy. Good Chris, see you, bro. thank you, buddy. Have a good night. Dude, thanks, thanks guys. guys. Thank My you. My set list was the best. <laughs> <laughs>
everybody's time is busy and things. I was saying to Tom off the air. So he was in, you know, stormtroopers of death. And I was saying this to you. Mm-hmm. I remember being like in a freshman in high school and some kid had like a stormtroopers of death shirt that was hanging out with us. I'm like, Oh my God. He likes that fucking band. That band's insane. Holy <laughs> shit. This kid is crazy. Like, yep. And that's SOD. And I'm just like, Oh my God, that's Charlie's band. And you know, he couldn't been nicer. Chris is always, this, you know, the, you get, you get to sometimes Chris, the jovial Chris, and you get grouchy Chris sometimes, and he loves to give it to us, but he is such a nice guy, and he's been so great to us, and we have a ton of fun with him. We had a ton of fun with Charlie. This was like, this is why I love podcasting. This is what we were talking about when we were telling you guys we had some good things in store for season three. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It, it was, it was a blast and it was funny too. Cause Charlie was like inside our brain picking songs, like rip it out all the way. Mr. Speed. Like he just, he has that sweet spot for those classics. And, and like Zeus said, Chris, you know, a little bit newer stuff, you know, Zeus and I, we took a little bit of a little bit of the newer stuff stuck to the classics, but I thought it came out great. How everyone was like, you know, this is going to be the drum solo. Or, you know, the lights are going to go down and they're going to come back and you're going to hear this. And then it was just really, really well put together. And it's just wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Do you like Jericho's fucking baton drum solo with three guys going at once and then passing it off? Seriously. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Imagine that. But that's the kind of creativity shit. You know, that's what makes it awesome. And, and, And it just never gets old talking about this band. It just doesn't. And and we just love it. Yeah, we will obviously put the um, the picks up, the draft, please, on social media. Please, you know, vote when we do the polls, comment, tell us what you think we should have picked earlier, what we didn't pick, whose pick sucks, whose picks were the best. Uh, I got a feeling Chris might come up on top again. I don't know. He kicked the shit out of us the last time. So let's see. We'd love to get your feedback. Feedback is what that makes this show. So please continue it when we put up the uh, posts and the actual picks for everybody. I'm already prepared to take a beating on my closing song because they're going to be like, what? You took that piece of shit over Shout It Out Loud or God Gave Rock and Roll to you? Be like, yes, I did. Yep, (laughs) I did. I can't believe I honestly the the shock of the whole thing was you taking tomorrow and tonight. I never oh, thought you'd go you, I you know I, I like that song. I know, but when you when I saw some of the other things that were there, I'm like, I'm not gonna have to worry about that because that was gonna be my closer, but that's okay. Um, that's okay. It was on my asterisk song that okay. I had, like songs that I could take because yeah. I feel like it's a good live song and it's a absolutely type song. Yep. And then you know what's harder is to take closers what's easier is because there's only four of us to take the opener mm-hmm. agreed you're right I mean, technically you might have been able to take unholy as an opener true true right? but i was I, yeah I, I wouldn't have done that though i wouldn't have done no, that. but i'm right. saying like if we had a couple more people they, they, you never know and this but, was the first and this was the first draft with jericho where i actually got to take unholy from him he always grabs that song yeah so yeah no, i, I like grabbing turn on the night from him I know. Yes, that was awesome. Yep. So, guys, tell us what you think. Uh, We Again, please, the feedback will be tremendous. Speaking of feedback, it's time for this. 
Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of ClickTeaShop.com, and for all your shouted out loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeaShop.com. At Click Tea Shop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. Tom, what's the question of the week? This is from our buddy from Boston who has changed his Twitter handle to moving on two six six zero eight fifty. That's his actual <laughs> Twitter handle. We love it. He's got a red, he's got the B for the Red Sox logo there for his Twitter avatar. So he says, Would you welcome a yearly interview with Paul on your show if it meant that you could not call him Pandemic Paul or make fun of his Pandemic Paul-esque tweets? I think I know the answer, but I'll take it off the air. Thanks, guys. Fax line is cooking. The fax line is cooking. Absolutely. If somebody said, hey, guys, you can get Paul on your show, but you get you got to cut the shit with the pandemic, Paul. Absolutely. The pandemic, Paul thing. We have a ton of fun with that. We have a fun, but it's fucking Paul Stanley. Of course, I would take him on this show. And then I would lie. And then I would lie. And a week later, I'd stop making fun of him again. (laughs) <laughs> no, I would just call up our good friend Sonny Pooney and say, hey, Sonny, can I borrow one of your burner accounts and exactly. joke about Paul that way? There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Of course I would have him on. Are you kidding me? He is still the star child. He's the lead singer and the leader of my favorite band. Of course I would do it. Yeah. Right. Not not a question. Right. Now, grant, granted, that, that being said, we know what kind of interview we would get from him, which is the kind of interview you get from him with regardless of who's doing the interviewing, which is not a lot. But that's OK. I would take it in a second. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, thank, you for, thank you for the question. 617. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost in train of thought. Uh, Tom, where do we usually um, where can people find us? We are on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We love to interact. As you can tell, we love to interact. We love to read them on the air or get involved actually on the social media platforms with you. And of course, our email, we always talk about our emails, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Uh, if we don't respond to the email in writing, we will respond to it as we read it on the air, which you, as you can tell, we do that. Um, so definitely stay in touch with us. Uh, comments, feedback questions show ideas whatever and of course we're part of the great pantheon podcast network that network is growing they're adding all kinds of great shows our buddies chris and aaron from decibel geek are on there our buddy jay from the hooks hook rocks is on there a couple of the djs that we used to listen to back on the old aaf mike shoe mistress carrie they're all on there great stuff so if you like us check them out and uh tons of other great shows and please support our friend Ed at clickteeshop.com who sponsors the questions of the week. He has those great shout it out loudcast merch, including our actual t-shirt. So please continue with him. And then if also you can, can take a look and pick a peek at our new Patreon account. Uh, we'd appreciate that. You can find that on the Patreon app or on the episode notes. Uh, Tom? Uh, the other thing I always like to tell people is to make sure they can DM us. And that is on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere. If you uh, have something you want to talk to us and maybe you don't want to share it publicly, please feel free to reach out to us. We love hearing from you. 
And as always, I always repeat after Tom because we like emails probably a little bit more than anything else. I love the emails. And that is shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Please go and give us one of those five-star child reviews. You can do that on um, iTunes. That is awesome. You can go to podchaser.com. And anywhere you see uh, anything about uh, Shout Out Loudcast or a review can be left, we'd appreciate if you could do that. Uh, We just had a new uh, review left. For us on uh, Apple iTunes And I'm going to read it for you right now And this one is from our friend Gary Cap. Yes, Gary's the best Huge Kiss fan, love Gary Thanks buddy Oh, beyond the best Yep Long time coming I have listened to this podcast for over a year now And this review is a long time coming This is the best Kiss podcast out there Why? Because I feel like I'm in the room talking to my friends Tom and Zeus about Kiss And I fit in They are lifelong Kiss fans with a tremendous sense Of humor Unapologetic opinions The show topics are great And very diversified I look forward to the show every week Thanks for making this show An important part of my life And being great friends I have to say Tom, I'll be honest with you Coming from Gary That Gary is saying this is the best kiss podcast out there. I'm not sure we can get a better compliment than that. That's pretty awesome. Cause Gary is a diehard, massive kiss fan who is just, yeah, that, that, the, those words that, that review that that's um, all the reviews and all the feedback we get are amazing. We want to make that clear, but Gary is such a monster kiss fan um, that he, getting that from him. That just means a lot. And we appreciate that Gary. Thank you for being a friend of the show. Yeah. And Gary's uh, and, and, uh you know, Give me a little bit of liberty here, Tom uh, Gary's been more than that He's been extremely generous Couple things he's done for us And helped us out along the way Couple of nice presentations of things Me and you both got something nice Over the holidays from Gary uh, Gary, I know we said thank you And we really appreciate it But I want to make sure that You hear it from us publicly here now as well uh, You are the best We can't thank you enough Your generosity uh, restores a lot of faith in humanity out there And our love of KISS And the KISS Army Thank you Gary We really appreciate it You're the best Absolutely, couldn't agree with you more Zeus That's true, and Gary, thank you for being uh, Just the, the great guy that you are And uh, keep listening, keep sending us feedback And we appreciate it Yeah, and uh, Before we end Tom I have to I have to kind of leave us on a, a funny note my fucking goddamn phone won't stop beeping and I look over to it mm-hmm. and it's the it's our fucking idiot friends on the text exchange group talking about a picture of the ripper who's now on the floor ripping out fucking bombs that are ricocheting off the hardwood floor dude dude I, I we have all decided that she must know that we're talking about her because nobody naturally sits the way that she's sitting. Nobody <laughs> poses like that. Nobody poses with like one ass cheek in the air while holding <laughs> creatures in the night. It's like, what? but nobody, that's not a normal way to do that. 
that is that is that is one of us in our dorm rooms going, hey, hold up, hold up, what? <laughs> like, am I supposed to find you sexy? You look like you're fucking about to drop hot ass. And, and, and you're fucking, fucking it's always up against that wooden pole oh that wooden pole that poor thing is like losing its color it's fucking all the lacquer is coming off of the fucking wood <laughs> stuck in a fucking attic someone just feeds their sloppy jokes <laughs> and mimosas I don't know oh, what the fuck it is just yeah. dropping ass constantly. Somebody's gonna oh. tell this poor woman we're fucked once it. Oh. <laughs> and the guy, someone puts she gets in her thing. She writes new videos available. And I think it was Tony. He's like new video available. He's got a picture of an ass and a fart coming out of it. <laughs> fucking Pootie. Who the fuck buys videos? Pootie's sick enough. He would buy that. He would buy videos of people ripping it. Oh God! I, I don't know how we took a detour off this, but this poor lady, this poor lady. Oh my God, she has no idea. I'm sorry. Oh, oh my God. Anyways, oh. Tom. Usually we we say goodbye by uh, coming up with some famous last words. What do you got for us? Hard times got me down. Good times ain't around. Now I got the mind to say, girl, you hit rock bottom and you're there to stay. <laughs> Did you say good times emporium? Didn't somebody send us a fucking video of that? Murph found the commercial on YouTube, the actual ad of good times. Yeah. The buffalo wings are the best. Yeah, you can hear gunfire in the background too. <laughs> All right, Tom. Working like a dog. Baby all day long. Tell you what I'm going to do. Take it in the cellar. Let me be your fella. I'm going to teach you something new. Love it. Ow! Oh man! <laughs> One of the best opening songs, uh, bo- uh, best opening parts of any Kiss song, Tom, and you ruined it. Oh man, a fart never ruins anything. You should know that. <laughs> Ooh, what is that smell? Oh my god! Um, Tom, thank you. I want to thank Charlie Benante. I want to thank Chris Jericho. You guys are the fucking best. Want to thank you, Kiss Army, for listening. Guys, thank you so much for being fans of the show, for listening, participating, interacting. And we cannot give a big enough thanks to Chris Jericho and Charlie Benante. Awesome time tonight. Great fun with those guys. And we just had a blast. And we hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we did. Peace out, Girl Scout.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 